I think 1976 was also good, but uh, we're not there yet. <laughs> Quit chasing him around, Tracy. It's, it's a liquid. Yeah. It's supposed to be soft. Yeah, man, it's not terrible. It's like. I. Like, what is it? I could give you a couple of hints about the fruit I saw. We'll, we'll see if you can. That's what I'm thinking of. So it's like Lacroix with a little bit of actual flavor. <laughs> Lacroix La plus. Yeah, basically. I, I, yeah. I can see. Like it, it's just so enough, and I'm like, this kind of tastes like seltzer water with a flavor. And yeah. Hmm. I can see that. I, because I don't know how many times she's attempted this before, so it could be. One of our first tries. Mm. It takes a while to get things right, especially when you're dealing with like yeasts and stuff. I don't think I could drink that. And it looks too much like uh, the Granny's peach tea from Batman vs Superman. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Greatest narrative device in the history of cinema, possibly. Uh, Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you can taste the pineapple, but it was pineapple fruit. Can you taste okay. asparagus by chance? Ooh, that doesn't give yeah. away. Kind of um, dice that we need. You'll need 3d6. Three three but okay. one of the d6 should be easily distinguishable from the other two. Nice. Aha. Take his bone. That's your special. <laughs> He's a smaller mouth than you. I'm puppy teeth. Okay, it's a dog-eat-dog dog world out there. In the case of Francis, yes, but he's regularly trying to eat Leon's mm-hmm. face. <laughs> <laughs> and your hand. Yeah. And literally anything else you can get his mouth on. And then the rest of the time, he's really cute and cuddly and asleep. Sounds about right, Doc. Did you make coffee? Is there coffee? I did not, but I certainly can. I was going to ask if anybody wants it. Robert definitely wants coffee. Do you want coffee? I'd be in for coffee. You want some coffee, Lance, or you still no coffee? Wash away the kombucha. Mm, Basically. (laughs) Probably take coffee. Okay. Yeah, I will absolutely make some coffee. Drink a little of everything today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Coffee, soda, dark pepper, beer, and... That's always the problem with making hard cider, because if you do it right, it just looks like pee. Yeah. See, I think that looks more like unfiltered apple juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's sterile, and I like the taste. <laughs> I'll make some coffee. Jason, has that personality change, and would you like some coffee? No. Okay. <laughs> Give it a few years, and a hard fall down the stairs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Why does it require a hard fold down the stairs? You know, it's got to jostle some stuff around in there. Remember, it's, it's, rewire it's, the brain. It's erotica. Is that, is that was that woman who got hurt? You know, was like in a coma and then woke up and could speak Mandarin Chinese fluently. Oh, you yeah. know, it's like it, that's not. you look at it and you go like, how does that make any sense? And you got the brain. It was all brain. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It just does stuff. Sometimes, yeah, it just does whatever it wants. See, I, I want it to be like dumb stories like 
Oh, she watched a lot of uh, Hong Kong martial arts she movies. She watched a lot of Shell <laughs> Brothers movies. Uh, <laughs> she had nurses who spoke Mandarin. Yeah. Yeah. Something where it's like, oh, that's where it came from, yeah. and the brain it, just the, the, there's focused. latent recordings, kind of, you know, of it in your brain, and it's yeah. like, oh, it, I just now know how to translate it. Yeah, that like, uh, what was the movie Thirteenth Warrior? I think it was. Sometimes you gotta go deep. Antonio Banderas. Yes. The second guessing game. I mean, I'm getting cinnamon. Right? Same. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Lance is pretty spot on so far. Yeah. Like the Teddy Grimm's. Oh, yeah. Exactly that flavor. Mm-hmm. Somebody. I, I'm, it makes an infinite amount of sense to me that somewhere in the corporation hierarchy, the same company that owns Oreos mm. also owns Teddy Grahams. They're like, just ship some in, crush it up, throw it in there. Like, it's fine. Mystery flavor done. It, it, it's it's their faulty batch. And they're just yeah. like, just mix it in. Just throw it in there. Reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> This is not what he meant. <laughs> I mean, on the surface, it's the recycling is great, but it's kind of a dystopian recycling, which is not mm. not ideal. Mm-hmm. Well, well, even regular recycling is, hey, we're just gonna pay you to like hold it and just not do anything with it because nobody's going to actually recycling. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, but don't worry. Now that every other country is like, we don't want your trash, things could change. <laughs> it's considered recycled when you sell it to someone else. Mm. Yep. We we took our trash and we turned it into a new product. And we sold that product. <laughs> we sold it. Or had somebody buy it from us, I guess. Because yeah, a lot of it was supposed to go to China, and then it just, they were like, no. Yep, we're done with it. Yep. Yep. I mean, good on them when you start seeing villages where it's like, the primary thing we do here is take this pile of trash and pull things from it, recycle it, and sell it. Junkyards have always been a thing. Mm-hmm. There's a vaguely wet spot over there, but I think it was from After Francis. the floor Fran- Either that or Francis trying to eat Leon's keys. Uh, uh, Lance's keys. <laughs> yeah. He just randomly licks the floor sometimes, and we're like, why? Mm. Here, try one of these before we run out. No. <laughs> Do you want me to save one for you so you can try it later? Fine. Okay. I totally will. Damn it. Oh, do you want me to get your notebook? I have to put I your... I had it, in. and then I just... <laughs> then you put it away. <laughs> I just want to share my cookies with you. They're not old. They're wonderful. <laughs> the dementias are I was, setting in. I was 65 yesterday, so don't <laughs> tell me that I'm not old. <laughs> that was in Driving Miss Daisy. That doesn't count. I was 65 twice. <laughs> That's because you did... Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> Stage age means nothing. I'm almost 40 in the show you're directing. Yeah. We will individually hand paint crow's feet on you every night. Thank you. For real, do I need to do that, you think? No. <laughs> <laughs> the precise age. Jean's precise age is not really important. You mentioned it once. Yeah, she just said she's almost 40. Almost 40. That could look like anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These days. It's 20 year old having the crisis. I'm almost 40. Mm -hmm. Jean is a type of character she would be like, oh, sheep for you. No, sheep for you. Sheep for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, sheep for you. Uh, yes. Mm. Yeah. Soup Nazi. The coffee is brewing. Oh. Thank you. Mm. Soon we will be away. Right? <laughs> I did not put cinnamon on the grounds because I remember you not liking that. I, it's fine. Oh, okay. No, I just I just pointed out. Oh, okay. I'm a person who points out things that taste better than like I don't like this. And I'm pointing it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're the type of person who just like distracts people and then pours it down the sink <laughs> <laughs> or into a plant. Isn't that Ooh, the yeah. this classic thing? Mm -hmm. It's just also plant. a plastic plant. Sure. I think you're right. I think it's Teddy Graham. And it begins to melt and hiss. <laughs> <laughs> the plant immediately withers and dies. Right. I mean, that's most of the flavor I saw. Mm -hmm. Like, oh. Are they made the biscuit? Right. Oreo? Yeah, it's right. No, mm -hmm. Teddy Graham. Teddy Graham. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, somewhere in the nest, it's. This related to a shell company that Kellogg's owns. At first, I, it tastes like a lot of graham crackers, but then I lost a little, a little bit of cinnamon. They are like, made by Jonesco. But yeah. it was like, it kind of tastes a little bit more. All right, see? <laughs> Mystery solved. Yeah, there you go. Well, I could win $50,000. Oh, is there, a, is there a contest? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Guess the flavor. How miserable would it be if it was just Teddy, Teddy Graham <laughs> from a from a from a different factory like a mile away? But but you have to get the right copyrighted name uh, and flavor. It's like mm, oh, but which one? I meant spell Grams correctly. Yeah, that's how they're going to get you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, today uh, you are. Proudly joining the ranks of what is probably the most important uh, organization uh, in the history and current infrastructure of the United States government, mm -hmm. uh, the Federal Bureau of Control. The Federal Bureau of Control uh, is a clandestine uh, organization, so it is not... Uh, known to the public, nor is it known to many people in the um, government apparatus. It is, it is a black box uh, organization, black box structure, that it's a privileged, need-to-know kind of basis. Right. This is the kind of organization that reports to probably the president, and that's it. You well, know? Maybe not even them. Maybe not even him, yeah, or her. Um, Delta Green wish they had it this good. Yes. <laughs> so, the FBC, um, their entire um, 
brief, basically, what, what, what they were designed to do um, in uh, approximately the early 50s, the uh, organization came to fruition, and, and they, uh, they contain, study, and try to control what they call paranatural phenomena. Uh, paranatural being anything that sort of steps outside the known laws of physics and, uh, and psychology and, and biology and reality as we know it, right? Um, so it is a combination of... It's like the FBI, but the, it's also like the NSA, and it's also like a, a, a large-scale sort of research organization, a scientific institute. It's all of those things sort of combined into one. Um, the four of you, whoever you end up being, um, because of your various aptitudes or because of your proximity to a altered world event, an AWE, which uh, is a, um, a phenomenon that causes you know, these same kinds of paranatural phenomena that has been mentioned. Um, or because of sheer happenstance, which, I mean, it's, it's not out of the ordinary. Uh, well, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Uh, you've become um, sort of junior uh, uh, members of this, of this, whole, this, this organization. Um, and it's not like a, it's not a cult. It's not a syndicate or anything. It's like... It's a cartel. It's a, it's an it's an organization. So like it's the feeling is not like ooh I'm being brought into the secrets of the Illuminati. It's like welcome to the bureau. Yeah. Like here's your forms. Like here's your next job. Like this is your cubicle. Like it's that kind of thing. I mean it's it's a it's an American federal organization. Right. You get dental. Yeah, you get pretty good, uh, pretty good insurance, honestly. But also, yeah. if you randomly disappear or die, then well, that's on you. They don't have to pay up in that case. So, yeah, <laughs> they skip the life because you did because you don't you, because you did, you never existed. It's not like you yeah. died, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Are they playing, or is Leon just being? Weird? I don't. Know. They're playing. Okay. Francis definitely started it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't have to tell me that. Francis always starts mm. it. Yeah. <laughs> He just goes, hey, I'm going to chew on sure. your head until you play with me. Just going straight for the throat. Just... <laughs> so a little bit more about, you know, uh, what the what the FBC is designed to, to work with. Right. They already mentioned altered world events, these, these scenarios, um, certain times and places... Uh, uh, specifically in uh, America or specifically in the United States or in places where the United States presence is felt, like an embassy somewhere or, uh, or a protectorate or something like that. Um, not that AWEs only manifest in like American territories, but it's not, you know, the your embassy, jurisdiction, the, your jurisdiction, jurisdiction is, yeah. is a national one, not an international one. Um, so... There's altered world events, which, which I mentioned. Uh, those altered world events, because of the general sort of reality mucking that can happen, uh, can create things like altered items, which are exactly what they sound like. They are sort of mundane items uh, which have been paranaturally altered to have some kind of effect on reality, uh, including uh, uh, the 
geography, uh, materials, uh, other people, right? Um, there are also um, sort of, think of them as a graduation of altered items, which are objects of power. Um, an example of the object of power, which you would know about as sort of even junior members of, uh, junior agents of the Federal Bureau of Control, is the service weapon, for instance. A service weapon is quite is obviously a weapon um, that is bound to the director, the current director, whoever that is, of the Federal Bureau of Control. Um, it's the kind of thing that it currently takes the form of a gun, but it has been possibly referred to in other texts as Excalibur. Uh, you know, it's the, it's it has the possibility of being the sort of ur-mythic weapon, right, in, in, in human history. But while uh, the gun is, you know, bound to the director, the director can use it to, you know, shoot stuff. Uh, real but, good. Like, but, like, real good. <laughs> I mean, it is a weapon, so, I mean, it only does so, so much, right? But, you know. Do you want to take them out while you talk about stuff? Yes. Yeah. Nobody else can use it, you know? It's, it's, uh, it has... Um, the ability to sort of reshape itself to, to figure whatever uh, to reconfigure itself to m- make whatever needs uh, the situation re- requires uh, attack needs tactical needs mm-hmm. right um, and it provides the director a certain kind of paranatural ability right um, objects of power are rare they've only come across a couple of them in the history of the bureau. Now, we're starting in 1975, right? So, to date, they have found five objects of power. That's it. Um, In the game, Control, right, which takes place in 2019, they found 22 of them that are are registered, right? Um, So, the, the Bureau is still... It's still in... To some extent, it's it's infancy, right? It was established in the mid-50s. They came across their current headquarters, which they call the oldest house, and the service weapon, accordingly, in 1964. So it's only been about 11 years, right? Um, Before the whole bureau, instead of having some sort of clandestine place that they worked, now moved into this paranatural building, the, the oldest house, and have set up shop and begun to... You know, do their work in, in earnest in this secret place. Um, the oldest house is not even like conventionally visible in New York City. Uh, it's, it's it's the kind of thing that if somebody were to try to look at it, your eyes would kind of slide off of it. It would be like a hazy afterthought, and then you would immediately sort of forget that it was ever there. It's like it doesn't exist. Unless you're specifically looking for it and know kind of the, the ins yep. and outs, right? Uh, and, of course, uh, bureau members and potential bureau members do know, do know that. So they can find it in New York City, head right in, and work there, right? Let's see. What else, what else is there to talk about? Um, the work of the bureau has already established that there are other dimensions beyond our own with other beings there um, and 
depending on who is the current head of research, they may or may not be fucking with that stuff. <laughs> so. Most likely, yes. Most likely, yes, but, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about that. Yeah. Okay. So now we need to we need to book characters together for this. Okay. Um, this is a modern age. Some of you remember this. Some of you have not played this before. Um, it's a three d six system, right? Where you've got two d six and then one d six that's sort of different. It's easily distinguishable, right? That's the stunt die. Basically, you are taking these three d six. You're rolling them. You're getting a number, 5, 10, I got 15 here. Um, then you would add your ability, whatever that is, right? Never happened again. Maybe, oh, fantastic. Yeah. You'd, you'd, get, uh, you'd add one of your abilities, like accuracy, or fighting, that or for, willpower, to right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is going to be a number between, like, generally speaking, negative 2 or something, and 3. Um, you'd add that to the number, and then you would get uh, a final score, right? And then that score would be compared to a target number, and it would determine whether or not you succeeded, right? You have to be equal or above the target number. So if I was doing sort of an average task, that's an 11, right? And I've gotten 15 here. I've easily passed it, right? Now, the good thing is, for this role, um, uh, one thing that the stunt die does is it sort of allows us to apply a kind of degree of success mechanic to it. Depending on the number that's being shown, it's either like, in the case of a one, would be just scraping by, or a six would be doing so with, you know, almost effortless, you know, skill, right? So with a five, I know that I did this pretty well. You know, like I had had little trouble with it. But at the same time, I've rolled doubles. Hmm. Two of the three dice have rolled the same thing, right? In this case, the fives. Uh, well, they all three of them have rolled fives. So I see that, and I go, okay, now I get stunt points. So then I refer to the stunt die. I see I've generated five stunt points, and I can use them on stunts. Oh. <laughs> are you following me so far? Yep. Um, and the stunts are just stunts, things that you can do uh, specifically, uh, most often during combat, say, um, uh, you can do them during social encounters and everything like that. It's, they're not strictly uh, uh, consigned to combat stunts. But they allow you to do cool things. Like, um, if I spent two uh, stunt points, I could do a vicious blow. I would inflict an extra 1d6 damage on this attack. Right? Uh, I could spend one to do a rapid reload. Next time I miss with a firearm, I could immediately reload without checking against the weapon's capacity. Right, things like that. Uh, so, however many points you generate on the stunt die, that's how many SP that you've got to spend to right then. Now, you don't keep them; they're just the thing that you did generates that point, For and then you role. can do those other things. Yeah. Um, so they're not—they're not really a currency. It's just a thing that's—if if it's a currency, it's, it's a temporary one. Right. Mm-hmm. You've got to spend those now. 
Otherwise, you're going to lose. It's a little it. flourish. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Sometimes, um, well, let's go. Let's go ahead and get into character creation. I can explain little concepts along the way. Right. Okay. So the first thing is. Uh, as with literally everything, every game system on the face of the earth, think about what you want to play. Right. Now, the FBC is, you know, a, a fairly large organization, you know, even in 1975, uh, and has a whole host of people uh, supporting it uh, in the same way that, say, the FBI does. Right. The FBI has field agents. Uh, it's got administrative people. It's got scientists. It's got technicians. Uh, it has communications people, PR people. Like in the case of the Federal Bureau of Control, PR is not really a damage thing. Control. More like, <laughs> more like, yeah, damage control would be a great up. Yeah, sort of like psyops almost level of like this never happened, right? You know, it's what uh, you tell the families. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the PR people's for the family. So, so the 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 nature of the game that we're playing today is going to necessitate you going out into the field. But that doesn't mean you have to be a field agent, per se. You could be a... Like, you don't have to be a ranger, as they would call them, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody with, like, sort of clear combat skill who goes out, you know, armed with Hunt. weaponry and, like, effects. accompanies scientists and that, that sort of thing. Para, uh, 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 paraphysicists, parapsychologists, you know... Uh, Whoever may they, they may need to sort of check out, you know, reports of AWEs, altered items, things like that. So don't think that you have to make a field agent. You can, but you can also contribute in a, in a whole no, in a whole number of ways. Think of this like um, like a Call of Cthulhu investigation, for instance. Combat in, in this case, combat is not as clearly dire as it is in Call of Cthulhu. Like, if you've gotten there, you've already lost, probably. <laughs> but but a Call of Cthulhu party ought to have, you know, somebody who's kind of hardy and can, you know, handle themselves, and people who are, you know, who have a little money, a little knowledge, you know, time, that sort of... You know, it's, it's, a, it's a diverse group. And so, accordingly, your team should be a diverse group. Um, let's see here. So consider that, and then think about, you know, what everybody else wants, wants to play, and try to figure that thing that out. The first thing after that is to determine the abilities, right? Mm-hmm. So accuracy, communication, constitution, dexterity, fighting, which is um, hand-to-hand and melee, right? Um, intelligence, perception, strength, and willpower. The rest of those, uh, apart from fighting, the rest of those are pretty, yep. pretty uh, obvious. Um, so here's what you're going to do to generate those ability points. You're going to roll th- your 3d6. Yeah, we'll, 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 I, I'd let you take that. <laughs> oh, you're, you're going to want to jot these numbers down because mm-hmm. because going with one of the options in the book, um, you're just going to plug these numbers in where you want them. Okay. There's a the the, the default option is like assign um, in order. You assign in order, and then you get to swap two of them. Right, but instead I figured let's just let's just generate nine numbers, right? One for each ability, and then plug them in where you want. So it's just what you roll okay. for. Okay. Three to six added all together. 
gets you a number, and then you do that eight more times. It already started. <laughs> My first roll was two, 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 two. But, you know, when I start rolling for stats, I roll turn a 17. Yeah. I'm not worried. I rolled a 15 Ooh, for my first one. Well, luckily... It'll never happen again. Well, luckily that doesn't directly correlate to yes. your score, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'd be 3d6 plus 15, and you would never oh, lose. Oh, see. There you go. Now I have an 8. Uh, 11. No, Francis. I'm not picking up right now. You said 9 numbers? Yeah. yeah, one for each ability. Right. 12. Yeah, not 12, that's only 9. 5, 6, There's 5 of them. Oh, there's a bad one. Oof. 13. I think. 5 of 18. Yeesh. Average. I didn't do nearly as terribly as I thought I would. I got a four. My lowest is an eight. Wow. I know. What? (laughs) I know. You'll die early. (laughs) I got a 16. Hey, shush. Wow. I got a 16, 15, 14, 13, and then like three tens and two eights. For me, that is now, amazing. Wow. Now, yeah. based on the choices that you make later, and that you will have opportunities to, like, you'll get plus one willpower, or plus one yeah. communication, so, like, be able to bump You know. I'm looking at three twelves, okay. two tens, an eight, two sevens, and a five. Ooh. Ooh. A little on the lower. On the yeah. A little on the what, lower. What that, what that equates to in, like, the, the starting scores is mm-hmm. pretty, pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's I put pretty, them, like, average, below average. Yeah, it's like it's, it's right on that lower end. Yeah. For instance, right on. It's, it's, uh, results of 6 through 8 give you a 0 starting score. Okay. 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 So you're not, okay. you know, yeah. you're just not getting any benefit, really. That's good. Buddy, I can't hold you. The I got was a 9, which is surprising. Wow. You got three tens, an 11, a 12, and then, like, a 13, 15, and 17. Yeah. Nice. So I did pretty well. Got that focus. 17, 11, 8, 13, 11, I don't know what to do. 9, 4, 12. So what kind of character is everybody thinking about playing? Because if I just plug mine in straight, I'm going to have an 8 in communication and an 8 in perception. I don't think that will play to what I'm used to, the strength of what I'm used to playing. Well, remember, 8 is a, eight equates to a 0, so it's, it's not true. like you're terrible it's, not, it. yeah. it's just that you're not... Getting any better. You're not exceptional. Okay. Like yeah. it's just that yeah. you're just an average person. In that respect. I like the idea of being like a uh, science and communications kind of person. Mm-hmm. Knows a little bit about a lot and is good at explaining it. Okay. So kind of that intelligence, communication, and probably perception is okay. some of the higher ones. Robert, what do you think about? Think about shooting people? Sort of a, just a, a, a para-scientist, or a, or a para-science yeah. generalist yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about um, being sort of a scout with okay. real power, constitution, and perception in my eyes, of course. Cool. Sounds pretty good. What about you, Lance? My first idea was actually go Walter Bishop, be kind of... Mm. But we got that, so... I would say 
Well, it, it's more generalist than like. I think I, I think mm-hmm. uh, uh, Stephen's idea is more like Astrid. I yeah. Think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Astrid. Yeah. Stephen, are you familiar with Control at all? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh no, nice. yeah, Stephen and I are yeah. in the same way. Like that game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool, great. And the the game that that Stephen ran not too long ago was another what? control. control. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, I was yeah. here, so I, I don't. Yep. I didn't know that. Okay. Yep. Okay. Buddy, I can't. Well, I'll, I think we'll go like in the just the puppy dog guys. Okay. Like, like a constantly more Asian person. So something like a like a like a, a field uh, or more, yeah. Okay, yeah, like a. I mean, a, a field agent is not just like. So instead of a ranger per se, you'd be a field agent, right? But just sort of a the equivalent of like Agent Mulder or something, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> goes out and, and investigates stuff. Okay. So I'll probably still keep. Thirteen. Is accuracy purely for like guns? Throwing? Accuracy is for ranged stuff. Yeah. Ranged weapons, which includes guns and thrown stuff. Okay. Yeah, thrown weapons. I didn't know if it was. Well since we did have perception. No, perception is just like sense detection, yeah. you know, that, that's really it. What is going to be my weakness? <laughs> a couple of things to note on on the sheet, actually, as you're as you're looking at this. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll be choosing a background, which uh, you know is is what it says on the tin. Uh, you'll be picking a social class, which is sort of the 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 part of the origin of your character. Like, where do you come from in terms of like the mm. economic strata or socioeconomic mm-hmm. strata? Um, and then position, um, whereas normally you would you would uh, choose a profession, instead we're sort of calling them positions. So you would pick like you would pick the profession if uh, if you wanted uh, negotiator, for instance. But we would call it something, something. else, like you would mm-hmm. be a you know a, a field relations expert or something per your your role in the FBC. Right? Mm-hmm. And then your drive is something that helps you, you know, like, um, uh, follow through with your character um, role-playing, provides hooks and stuff, but it also provides some benefits to your character as well, so it's not just, it's not just purely role-play oriented. You'll see that there is a circle for your clearance level, that is equivalent to your character level. Huh. So the, the, as you level up, you will know more stuff. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Fortunately, unfortunately, I, I can't make that. Uh, I can't make that judgment. Um, there's a box for currently bound OOP or object of power. Uh, now starting out, they're not going to give Any. you guys <laughs> objects of power because they only have like five. five of them, and one of them is can only be used by the director. So yeah, so they're going to keep those inside the oldest house. You may hear about it. You're not going to see it. Uh, let's see here. There is a circle underneath your health for the for power points. Those are used in the event that you are able to use some kind of paranatural ability. Hmm. Um, that is the sort of the currency, the mana, if you will, for powering those those abilities. Right. 
What are they doing? Just are you done? Literally rolling on the floor underneath <laughs> Leon and like whine howling at him. No. There is a there are uh, spaces for speed, which like divided roughly in half and then rounded out is the amount of spaces that you can move, right? For instance, uh, defense is a target number that they, you know, people have to hit to hurt you, right? Mm-hmm. It's like your AC. Toughness is a soak value. It's an innate soak value, right? As opposed to the soak value you'd be getting from your armor rating, right? So you'd be combining those two to get a total kind of soak, mm-hmm. but one is external and one is internal, internal. right? That, that's what that, that's what the armor circle is for. You can jot down your rating. Um, and it depends on uh, the kind of damage that's incoming, right? Some uh, armor, f- for instance, can have like... Let me see if I can... Yeah, here we go. Uh, heavy leather, for instance. That has an armor rating of 4 for impact damage. Meaning, like, stuff that relies on force to hit you, right, to hurt you. But zero ballistic rating, because bullets just go right through. There's no... It's not going to stop, you know, a handgun bullet or something like that. (laughs) You can drill. And then you would add whatever damage you're taking, which should be pretty obvious given, like, the source of the thing. If somebody's shooting a gun at you, you're taking ballistic damage. If somebody's swinging a bat at you, you're taking impact damage, right? You take whatever rating that is, and then add it to your toughness, and that's your soak. You'd, you'd soak away that much damage. And then there's a circle for penalty there. That's for, you know, if you wear a kind of heavy armor, like, uh, like if you wear a bomb suit, for instance, you can take a minus five armor penalty. And that applies to speed and dexterity checks and things mm. like that. So, yeah. Okay. So we got our uh, ability scores put down. Oh well, yeah, have you got have you chosen where you want to put those things? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so six through eight is a zero. Well, what what's four? Four is a negative one. Nine through eleven is a one. Six through eight. Nine through eleven. Nine through eleven is a one. Uh, Twelve through fourteen is a two. Fifteen to seventeen is a three. Uh, The beauty of that eighteen. And then 18 is a 4. Yeah. <laughs> now you'll notice that the actual... Inside the little... The, so you've got your ability boxes here, right? The one on the far right, the sort of smaller box that's been set apart, that's where you're putting your 2 Number. or negative 1 or 3 or something. And then underneath... The ability in that little sort of larger box, that's because the, that's why the text is so, is so small there, is you'll be writing down focuses, which are kind of like, you know... Get you that extra... They, they, they give you a bonus depending on if you're working with a particular subject or a particular aim, right? And you'll gain those 
through the profession, background, process, and everything like that. But that's where you're going to jot those down. Like I would put, uh, you know, throwing knives under accuracy or something. And, you know. Now, if you do have a focus, your ability is plus two. It's effectively two higher than it would be. Right. Like, okay. So normally, if my accuracy is a two, that's what I'd be adding to my roll. But if I was using a throwing knife or it's something to do, you know, if I was using a throwing knife, it would be four instead. Now, if I were trying to, you know, remember something about the physics of throwing knives, accuracy throwing knives wouldn't apply. Uh, Intelligence physics would. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yep. So yep. there's a certain amount of, of leverage. Of, there's a little bit of wiggle room, but not, not too much. Okay. So please, uh, if you have filled out your abilities now. Mm-hmm. Everybody good? Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to roll for social class. Yay. Full roll. 1d6. <coughs> 1d6. Aha. Excuse me. Come on, stun die. One. One. Two. Three. This is a poor group. One, one, two, three. We're poor because you're also like... I'm basically a science teacher. Yeah, I I picked like being a researcher, like researching the object's power. So we're poor because we have student debt. I mean, mean, let's be honest. We we start with the Fumnachi sequence, right? One, one, two, three. Yeah. Good old Fibonacci. <laughs> so I'm a glorified scientist as well. Yeah, that's why we're poor. Okay, so if you have rolled a one, uh-huh. your social class is outsider. Dating. Cool. <laughs> Who rolled a two or three? I rolled a two. Two. You have a you're a lower class. Three. Is also lower. Well, three is also lower class. I've now done. don't now don't let that hmm. like yeah. color your perception of this character. It's just the um, the classes, I mean the the professions, so to speak, are um, and that that sort of thing are, are like sorted under those those classes, okay. right? It helps to sort of um, How hot f- funnel the randomness into yeah something more structured. Right. So for your background, just roll out the d six. Two. Two. You are a, your background is Bohemian. Hmm. Oh fuck. I got a one again. So you the two of you are outsiders, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Bohemian and what'd you get? One. Bohemian. Congratulations. I got a five. Bohemian scientist. Five in the lower class. Yes. Yeah. Right? Your background is urban. Four in the lower. Four in the lower class. Your background is laborer. Labor. Wow. Put my shrink that now. Here's how this works. Um, so, Bohemians, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you grew up in an experimental, eccentric, or creative community. Uh, Maybe you belong to a commune, an artist mm-hmm. colony, something intentionally off True. the grid. You're unfamiliar with some of the things people take for granted, but you've had plenty of opportunities to expand your horizons. You might be trying to fit into mainstream society after some time away, or you might revel in your offbeat lifestyle. You get plus one to your communication. Hey. So plus one to like the twelve number or to the no to the the final number. Cool. 
So it went from a zero to, to a plus one. Cool. You can choose one of two focuses. You can take the performance focus for communication. Or for intelligence, you can take either occultism or theology. Oh. That occultism, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, occultism. Okay. Yeah. Why do I feel like we got each other a job here? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, it grew up together. Yeah. The current idea I've got bouncing around my head is that, like, my mother my father was just obsessed with the Tunguska event. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, okay. the Tunguska Blast of 1909. Yep. Yes. Okay. And As they say, it goes maybe something was related to it, or maybe eventually that just caused the crossing of paths with the uh, FBC. Okay. Because there's no way there are two outsider bohemian <laughs> scientists <laughs> and we don't know each other. It's oh, just really you, unlikely. You were from the Upper New York commune. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah basically, <laughs> right? <laughs> Jesus. Do you do mind expanding yoga? <laughs> you mean smoke pot? Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, more in the 70s? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you get to pick one of two talents. Hmm. Now, they do have uh, requirements associated with them, and I, mm-hmm. I think you okay. still have to meet those requirements to, to, make them, to pick them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, no, your character doesn't need the pre of mm. three talents, so you could pick either one. Cool. So here are your two talents. You can pick one of the two. Okay. Party animal or performance. I mean... Now, when you say performance, is that specifically like putting on a show or... Playing a musical instrument, singing, dancing, miming, stand-up comedy, juggling. Any art performed in front of a crowd. Mm. What's party animal? Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will read you just the flavor text. Sounds good. You take your fun seriously. <laughs> that's the only... That's the sentence. So where do we put this? <laughs> that would be uh, under talent, specializations, and paranatural abilities. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's go with party animal. So party animal. You start out as a novice in that talent. Now, mm-hmm. you can graduate through those talents <laughs> to get better at stuff. But um, As a novice, party animal, mm-hmm. you can drink other people under the table. Nice. You gain plus one to constitution tolerance tests. Can't. That doesn't fit. I'm gonna go with performance. Performance. Okay. There's either that or a stand-up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> you have a natural talent for the performing arts. Okay. Um, choose three performing arts: mm-hmm. playing a musical instrument, singing, acting, dancing, miming, stand-up comedy, juggling, any art performed in front of a crowd. You're an accomplished performer in those chosen arts. In addition, you may perform the From the Heart and Sway the Crowd stunts Mm -hmm. for one stunt point less than the normal cost. So you get a a point discount on doing this. So From the Heart and Sway the Crowd are one SP less for 50 years. 
all that time outside of Tunguska drinking cheap Russian vodka. Yeah. You're now immune to it. Yeah. It is now it's, truly it's water, water to, to me. me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just the entertainment of the parties. Let's get drunk and watch this chick juggle some stuff. <laughs> now, please, both of you roll 2d6. Okay. I do really love the idea of like a bad stand-up comic <laughs> in the FBC. Total of four. You got a four, Stephen? Mm -hmm. So you have gained the focus uh, empathy under perception. Mm -hmm. Now, what'd you get? Nine. Nine. You have gained the focus acrobatics under dexterity. I mean, that makes sense. That fucking makes sense. Okay. (laughs) All right. So then we have our urban... Right? Urban. Mm-hmm. You lived in the city, um, but not in a high rise or someplace with private security, but the city. Um, streets and vacant lots were your playgrounds, and you were navigating public transportation long before you could drive. You feel comfortable in those environments. You know local eccentrics, dangerous people, and secrets from the heart of the city. In many societies, this background puts you at your culture's cutting edge, exposing you to new music and other arts before anyone else. And since you're in New York City, well, you may not originally be from there, but mm-hmm. the, the the streets of New York feel right to you. Yeah. Right? It makes a kind of sense. You're going to get plus one to dexterity. Okay. Choose one of these focuses. Persuasion or stamina? Let's go with stamina. Stamina. So that goes under constitution. Constitution, stamina. And then choose one of these talents. Free running or misdirection? Let's go with free running. Free running. Okay. Good free scout. Yeah. Free running. As a novice, every move you make is part of one fluid motion. Using the move action to stand up, climb, dismount, and the like does not reduce your speed. So using the move action to stand up, climb, dismount, and so on does not reduce your speed. Furthermore, whenever you're in a chase on foot, add plus one to your chase total in addition to the stunt die result whenever you succeed on a chase test. So it just allows you to, you know, close the close the gap faster. Then once you've jotted that down, roll 2d6. And you'll get your random bonus. Nice. Everybody's slowly cycling out. (laughs) How's the Freddy's? What's that? How's Freddy's? Eh. Oh, it's... It's not bad. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, the the frozen custard's good, and the food's fine, and everything. It's just that, you know, I don't know if it's worth the 
20 something minute wait you have in line because there's so many people there. Yeah, it's new. Yeah. Maybe in like three months, maybe there's not so many people or the students have left or something. And, you know, you can get in and out quicker than maybe it's. The chicken sandwich I had the other day was pretty good. No, it's no, uh, it's no Chick-fil-A. No. But, uh, it's not, as far as I know, it's not actively, like, gay bashing chicken. Yeah, yeah. I got a two. You got a two. You get plus one to accuracy. And you had a laborer. Yes. Laborer, laborer. Your family's used to hard physical work, and so are you. Generations have worked the factory line, the mines, rough seas. Um, you might be looking to move on and up from there or stick with it, or something might have upended your life. In any event, you'll carry the fortitude you've developed in any field you enter. You get plus one to Constitution. Yeah, there's a free Choose one of these focuses. Crafting... Or might. I'll do craft. Crafting, because that guy goes under dexterity. And here are the talents you can choose. Okay. Um, you can choose party animal if you want. Hey. Or you can choose one unarmed combat style. Carrot cake, pumpkin. Of which there are, there are a few. Big on pumpkin. Right. It's gonna go great with my my minus one in fighting. It <laughs> doesn't say you were good at it. I do love the idea that like you took taekwondo as a child and then you forgot about I it. Barely remembered some <laughs> of the like, like this is an axe kick, right? I got some muscle memory left in me. <laughs> I used to be a bro, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you don't want to go skipping. <laughs> sure, we'll, we'll we'll go with the unarmed. Yeah. You get an A for effort. That's what I rolled my four in. So here are your options. So unarmed. Grappling style. Self-defense style, striking style. That's your unarmed. You said unarmed defense, or what was the self-defense? Oh, self-defense. Striking style, and and the other one was sorry. Um, pumpkin carrot cake. Grappling style. Grappling, yeah. Pumpkin is so good. Grappling self-defense. It is good. We'll go with grappling because it's, it's like okay. As a novice in the grappling style, for your your talent, you are slippery and swift. <laughs> if you fail an opposed grappling test, so fighting grappling, right, to avoid being grappled, 
you can re-roll it, but you got to keep the results of the second roll. So you remembered a little bit of Sprung. your high school career in like Greco-Roman mess wrestling. You doing the thing? Can't catch me. And just like always rubbing off. Yeah. Constantly just oiled up for no good reason. Well, it's 1975, so like, you know. You don't need a good reason? You've got like thick hair, you're always oiled up, there's always a heavy cologne smell. Yeah. This is so gross. Tell me you wear a laser shirt all the time. Well, all of you are required to wear leisure suits, obviously. You know, you're in the latest of, of 1975 business fashion. No. Um, Have we gotten to the Miami Vice yet, or is that the 80s? That's the 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, um, yeah, since, we're, since we're in 75, um, Jesus. there are some important things to know. Cell phones aren't a thing. Mm-hmm. We're women, we get paid. Computers are less. barely a thing. Uh, the internet is not a thing. Uh, yep. So, uh, uh, that's what Nixon era, or is that seventy-four? I think it would have been Nixon. Yeah, right. Or is that's that right before he gets impeached, Johnson? isn't it? Yeah. Not before. Yeah, Nixon. Uh, Nixon resigned in seventy-four. So okay, it would have been uh, Johnson after that. Yeah. No, no, Gerald Ford. Okay. Right now, it's Gerald Ford. Okay, so we're. 7475 in terms of clothing. So disco's in. Still in. Disco hasn't died yet. Or sucked. Yep. So my 2D6. (laughs) Oh yes, right. Yeah, 2D6. Free labor about We just got distracted by fashion. Eight. Hippies look has completely disappeared. Uh, Plus one strength. Have they met the two of us? Uh, apparently we changed with the times. (laughs) Okay. In the mid-70s, women wore sweaters, t-shirts, cardigans, kimonos, graphic tees, sweaters, jeans, khakis, uh, gauchos? Yeah. Not familiar with those. It's Uh, a cowboy kind of style. Workman's clothes and vintage clothing. So I get to wear a t-shirt and jeans is what you just told me. You can. Or you can wear one of those, like... Uh, thigh length floral print dresses, <laughs> I guess, which are popular then. I'm okay. You know, that sort of thing. Okay, so is that everybody's uh, uh, background stuff? Mm-hmm. Social class and the background benefits and stuff? Yeah. So we got your social class mm-hmm. and we got your background. So lower class, labor, yep. lower class, urban, uh, urban, that sort of thing. Right. Cool. Now it's time. Now it's time for a profession, and again, we'll be massaging the name of this profession a little bit to make a position in the FPC. Right. Here are the options. I know what's the more fun thing to do, but here are your options. I do love a good role. I mean, <laughs> you can choose a profession from your social class, ah. or. You can roll on the table. Both of them are still contained to your social class. Mm-hmm. However, you could choose or roll for a profession of a lower social class or a higher social class. 
Like, that's possible. But that comes with some pros and cons, right? For instance, if you uh, chose a profession from a lower social class than you are, you would gain plus one resources per class because you're, you come from a higher, higher economic background. Right? Mm-hmm. Resources being basically your purchasing power, right? Okay. In lieu of money. An upper class character who chooses the artist profession has got plus three resources compared to a starving artist. Right. Nice. For instance. And uh, because we were working on the FBC, um, oh, actually, you're guaranteed a good benefits package at least. That's why we joined. Yep. That's. <laughs> It's still one of the lines that sticks with me. It's like, yeah, we get better dental than the post office. Mm-hmm. I checked. <laughs> I remember that, too. I never cared for Langston very much, though. <laughs> I loved him just because he's, like, the most normal guy he's, there. He's a regular... He's yeah. a normal dude. He's yeah. just like, I just... I, I clock in, I clock out. I've got a cat at home. Like, oh. But he's also like, oh, man, could you do my job? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Although, as Jason pointed out, that was literally everyone in the game. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay, so... I mean, you're the director, right? Slash janitor. <laughs> so there are there are also these backgrounds, if you want to swap them out. Hmm. I'm sorry, I did not mention this earlier. It's, it's added in a, the, oh. also another book that okay. I got. So, it's okay. Um, so lower class... You could pick a scavenger background. You're resourceful and shrewd. You're scrounging a living from other people's abandoned technology. Um, Mm. Outsiders could pick... Let's see here. It's got to be pretty good to beat Bohemian. I know, right? (laughs) Like, I'm starting to get married to the concept. I'm liking my little love commune, you know? Hmm. I can still be swayed, but... You could be a... Let's see here. Pantsuits weren't a thing until the late 1970s. No pantsuit for you. You could be an outlander. You're really not from around here. You're a fish out of water in this country, world, or era. (laughs) Okay. Uh... And then, let's see here. Well, that's it for, for Outlanders. So, for Outsiders, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's got kind of like an additional one. There are some other ones like uh, that are in different social classes, like Cult Child, <laughs> Retired Athlete. Uh, Gotta be kind of privileged. Yeah. New Kid. Retired Athlete, oh yeah. Cryptid Hunter. Oh, that is admittedly a little tempting. I mean, if you want to, like, where's that? Yeah. Because I, I can see Bohemian or, like, Cryptid Hunter are both working with the whole Tunguska event idea. Well, you would have to roll back your Bohemian yeah. yes. application. I'm so. pretty happy with this. Okay. That solves that problem. Okay. Alrighty then. So, professions. Professions. Uh, is who's rolling and who's picking? I'll roll. I think I'll, I'll I will tempt fate. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. 
I'd like to know the options of what you mean. <laughs> so no, you, no, I want nothing. So you're lower class, yeah. right? Here are your options for lower class. Athlete, security, professional. Like Leon, professional? <laughs> Not that Leon. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah, this is one of those things where the, I got the first printing of the book, so there's a slight mm-hmm. alteration. So lower class is athlete, soldier, technician, negotiator, clergy, and investigator. Are the rest of you still uh, intent on rolling? Yes. Okay. Let's, let's, let's do it. See what happens. And what will you do, Lance? Are you going to pick or are you going to roll? I'll roll down the You're going to roll. Okay. Since, we're on the lower, since I'm looking at the lower class table already, let's go ahead and roll that. Okay? So that's 1d6. Just roll 1d6. Two. I also got a two. Both of you are soldiers. Nice. That's your profession. So in, in, in terms of the FBC position, you could be a ranger... You could be a field agent, you could be a security guard, you know, something in that wheelhouse. They hired me for my wrestling background. (laughs) (laughs) Unknowingly, they they didn't realize that that was like 30 years ago. I peaked in high school, guys. (laughs) Oh no. So since you're both soldiers... So which one's the pumpkin? Because I have the carrot cake. Uh, these are the pumpkin. They're so good. You could be part of a government's armed forces, a revolutionary, or a soldier for hire. Obviously, you are, you know, working for the FBC, right? For the United States government. So you're, you're a federal agent. You are the man. You are the, the man. In this case, <laughs> when the man was still very much a thing in, in, the, in the parlance of the times, you are very much the man. Uh, unless you're a woman. Well, then you're still the man at that mm-hmm. point. Um, you can choose one of these two focuses. This applies to both of you, right? Assault rifles or brawling. Just go all in on that melee. I'm bad at it, but I'm good at it. <laughs> uh, I'm a bunch of this ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna you can't re- punch a ghost. Wait a second. I'm gonna reverse scissor hold this this yeti. <laughs> I need a ladder. <laughs> the figure four leg lock <laughs> on a thing that has ladder. twelve legs. <laughs> We're gonna ladder match this yeti. <laughs> Literally hell in a cell. <laughs> oh no, the yeti's got money in the bank. <laughs> He's reaching for the briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> so you can pick assault rifles or brawling. Now assault rifles goes under accuracy and brawling goes under fighting, obviously. <laughs> you get another talent. You can pick one of these two things. 
one fighting style, so not unarmed necessarily, but a fighting style. And I'll I'll let you know if you want to pick one of those styles. I'll let you know what the options are. Or tactical awareness. Take tactical awareness. Tactical awareness. So that talent. Tactical awareness. You move in combat calmly and expertly. Uh, you can seemingly attack from all directions. On foot. You can take the melee attack or ranged attack action at any point of your movement. Oh. Normally you'd have to attack at the beginning or end of your mm-hmm. movement. Attack on the run. <laughs> the fight has moved do, under the do, table. Do the fighting styles only apply to like fighting or Well it depends on what you're what you're using. Right. I mean most of them require uh, a fighting focus of some kind. Not not for this. I mean, this is character creation. So, I'm assuming that that's all that's all waived because you you know you're given the two options. So like, yeah. Why would they give you two options and then force you to pick one or maybe none of them? You know. Do any of the fighting styles apply to guns or? I think in terms of fighting styles, I think it's specifically under the fighting, fighting. thing. So, brawling, uh, grappling, heavy blades, light blades, long hafted, short hafted, that sort of thing, right? So a dagger would, would fall into that category. So for fighting styles, um, we're looking at, let's see, dual weapon style. We are looking at do, uh, grappling style, again, you can... You could you could pick that and go up a notch. Go up right? a notch. Um, hurled weapon style. Uh, okay, I'll take that. Stuff you throw by hand. Okay. Yeah. So as a novice, you're adept with weapons you throw by hand. Your accuracy is uncanny. You gain a plus one bonus on attack rolls with weapons from the thrown weapons and grenades group. So you get a little plus one bonus to attack for those things. Throwing weapons and grenades. You do like grenades. <laughs> Not that they're going to like, here's your standard issue, you know, here's your badge, <laughs> and your gun, and here's a, here's a crate of grenades. <laughs> it's not doom. Hmm. <laughs> it could be. So you want tactical awareness, and you picked yet. hurled weapon style. Okay. How do you spell hurled? H U R L E D. Hurl it. So, let's see here. Picking him up. 
So you two are rolling as well. So you had the outsiders, right? Yep. You were outsiders. We both did. Roll 1d6 and tell me what you got. Six? Three. Six is an artist. Hmm. Okay. And again, so, you know, massage that into mm-hmm. a, a feasible Federal Bureau um, uh, job position. What'd you get? A three. A three. Criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Okay, so I'm sure at some point in time they've gone, we can't photograph something. Or... Some things are resistant to conventional recording. Mm -hmm. So we need somebody to be able to either draw it or have it described and then drawn, those kind of things. So basically a sketch artist. Yeah. So we might call that a... um, (laughs) A interpreter, a paranatural recorder, or something like that. I um, so I could see it being like you, you take witness testimony as well. Yeah, and can also be like. Oh, by the okay, way, sorry. Uh, there's there's uh, a few more things. As a soldier, your health is twenty plus your constitution. And your starting resources score, which you'll find there's a box on the back. So that's 20 plus the little number, right? The yes. little number, yes. Yeah, don't worry about the big numbers anymore. Those are just to determine to, to, yeah. the small numbers. And then your starting resources score is 2. Acquire things that will not be willingly given to the Federal Bureau of Control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are a recovery specialist. <laughs> I like it. Decided I have to do things by stealth and with my intelligence because my fighting and strength are my lowest scores. You're not gonna mug a person. <laughs> now to give you an, an idea, um, a two in resources is uh, struggling. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck! What is our resource score? One. <laughs> you guys get a one. Desolate. And no, as an artist, you have a two. Oh, all right. It's a criminal. As a criminal, you have two. Great. So you're, you know, you're, you're doing okay. I'm struggling, getting by. Okay. You're struggling, yeah. but you know, now, I mean, you're about to be, you're about to join a, f- a federal organization. That'll help. <laughs> that has like a budget of approximately four billion dollars <laughs> per second. Good. You know, so it's like whatever. <laughs> Money's not going to be a problem. <laughs> okay. So as an artist, here are your choices for focus. Hmm. Expression for communication or art for intelligence. Oh, art is for intelligence. So let's go for art on intelligence. Art. So that'll be a general art knowledge, right? 
Mm-hmm. So it's more of like the art history kind of. You know, styles mm-hmm. and, and history and you know technique and that sort of thing. Like from a from a an academic perspective, right? Not from a mm-hmm. necessarily a practice a practice perspective. perspective. Uh, talent. You can choose artistry or performance. What is artistry? Artistry. You can create fine works of art. Sounds good. So choose a field of visual or literary arts. Mm-hmm. Visual includes things like painting, sculpture, um, 2D anim- or 3D animation in, within the confines of 1975. Yeah. Uh, video editing, photography, that sort of thing. Right. Probably go with painting. Okay, yeah. painting. You're trained in the use of the tools and tricks of your trade. And you can use the dexterity crafting or communication expression focuses to create works of art. Uh, the GM determines the time and the target number of the test, depending on your intentions. And the stunt die determines your work's quality if you succeed. You can sell your work if you know a buyer. Hey. I mean, I don't know if they're FEC related to do that, but <laughs> if you're drawing something that's not FEC related. <laughs> um, giving you a temporary <laughs> bonus to resource tests equal to half the result of the stunt die. Mm. This bonus disappears upon your first successful resources test to purchase something or at the end of the current story if you've not used it. Ah. Alternatively, you can waive that bonus to resources mm-hmm. and gain a reputation instead, which nice. fades over time if you don't produce any other works of similar mm-hmm. quality. Any reputation derived from your art fades away after a number of months equal to the result of the stunt time. Hmm. As long as you put out a hit every half year. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And your health is 15 plus your constitution. Not too bad. You're a crew. I sure am. I'm a recovery specialist. Right. That's great. So as a criminal... uh, Let's see here. Here are your focus choices. You You can pick deception under communication. Okay. Or under dexterity, you can pick forgery... Sleight of hand or stealth? Stealth. Okay, that goes under dexterity. Dexterity, stealth. For a talent, you can pick burglary or scouting. Yeah, burglary. <laughs> burglary, it is. <laughs> burglary. Private property is a foreign concept. (laughs) You know how to bypass security to enter a place and take anything that strikes your fancy. You know your way around, as a novice in this talent, you know your way around security systems. When you succeed at an intelligence security test to study a lock, alarm, guards, or any part of a security system or protocol, the GM provides you with one more piece of information. That doesn't give me a bonus in intelligence security, though. No. When you succeed, you get extra information. How can I not spell burglary all of a sudden? 
And your health is 15 plus con. 15. <laughs> 16. And I already told you your resource number. Mm-hmm. It's two. I have 16 health, guys. I got 15. <laughs> now remember, your position in the FPC is recovery specialist, so don't write down criminal. Yep. I did write down Because they may look at these forms later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I got that extra plus one. Okay. Now it's time to pick a drive. Or you, I guess you can roll for a drive if that's, if that's what you wanted to do. I mean, hell, at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to go all the way? Yeah. Okay. So you would be rolling 1d6. Hmm. Still just 1d6. Oh, boy. Does it matter for class or is it just... No. You roll 1d6 and then you tell me left or right. Six left. Six left. Your drive is leader. You might have to call Mulligan on that one. <laughs> I mean, if you want to. Can go left instead of right. You go, yeah. Or right instead of left. Let's go right. So a six right is visionary. <laughs> hmm. I envision that all of these things belong to me. <laughs> well, it says in visionary, you have a vision to share with the world, whether the world wants it or not. <laughs> All your things are mine. <laughs> Whistleblower, you say. Here's, a, here, here's an example. Like So the talents that you gain from this, you have the option of picking artistry, oratory, or performance mm-hmm. for a visionary. For a leader, you'd have the option to take the talent command or inspire. Aiming for that director's chair, are you? <laughs> <laughs> this chair is mine. <laughs> I want that artifact. <laughs> Everybody wants the big chair. I have to do what now? Yeah. Okay, I'll take, I'll take leader. <laughs> leader. So as a leader, you have a quality and a downfall, which are role-playing help, right? Okay. Your quality is responsibility. So you make decisions and live with the outcome. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your downfall is isolation. The distance imposed by your role as a leader, which can affect relationships and how close you can be with people under your command. It's lonely at the time. Yeah. So which talent are you going for? Command or inspire? I'm going command. Command as a talent. So as a novice, command. Your presence inspires your allies. If you take a major action to make a heroic gesture... Mm -hmm. Shout a battle cry, wave a flag, etc., etc., etc. Your allies gain a plus one bonus to willpower courage and willpower morale tests for the rest of the encounter. Courage and morale? Yes, courage and morale tests for the rest of the encounter, both of which are under willpower. So everybody else will hear that and they'll be like, or see that and they'll be like, yeah. yeah. We can do the thing. I mean, could it be me yelling, fuck you? <laughs> it says a heroic gesture. So that could be anything. I mean, in the whatever, right context? In, in certain yes. contexts, like, you know. All right, guys. Sticking it to the man. You know what's going like, to Yeah, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> Whenever fuck we you, hear man. fuck you, it's plus one to roast. <laughs> plus one to courage yeah. and morale. Yeah. Okay. And then continuing. It's the group thing. 
man. <laughs> we, we are the man. No, still, still. Still. still the the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Until we, yeah, topple the man. <laughs> Choose one of the following improvements. Oh, we get inside. one of those. Okay. Health. Membership. Membership. Or reputation. Can you use membership in a sentence, please? I, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Membership basically allows you to, you know, you'll. It gives you a place in an organization. It doesn't have to be now. You want the FPC, but you get a rank in that in that membership in, in that in that uh, that organization. I think we we'll just take health and try to stay not dead. Health will give you plus five. Ooh. Wow. Spicy. Almost up to me. Yeah, 21, guys. One to one. One time one. <laughs> Drive. D6, left or right? I got a five right. Five right. You're a survivor. Okay. As a survivor, life is hard, but you're going to make it no matter what. Your quality is preparedness. Good. You survive by being ready for anything and knowing what to do in any situation. Your downfall is cynicism. <laughs> You're always anticipating and preparing for the worst. <laughs> Ooh, a little on the nose. <laughs> Jesus. Here are the talent options for you. Okay. Okay. You can pick the talent Living on the Edge, hmm. or you can pick Tactical Awareness again Get and go up. Apparently this book just knows you, Robert, so... Apparently, yeah. Uh, can you tell me what Living on the Edge does? Yes. Living on the Edge. Unfortunately, that'll come <laughs> out in 1993. <laughs> that is a... That's a typo. It's Living on the Fringe. I guess it doesn't really matter oh. which one it is. Um... The edges of mainstream society are your hunting grounds. As a novice, there is very little information available about you. Other characters suffer a penalty of negative two to any tests to find information about you or your activities. Hmm. I would take this. This stacks with the cover your tracks stunt. I think I'm going to up tactical awareness. Okay. So tactical awareness, you go to an expert in that. So it's novice, expert, master, apex, and grandmaster, or something like that. But you're an expert in that. How do you get past the peak? Yeah, I'm like, how do you get past apex? <laughs> I might be, you know. it's They added those two extra ah, things okay. in, in the companion. Yeah. So. You have eyes in the back of your head. Not literally. When you perform the take one for the team exploration stunt, you take only half the damage from a trap or hazard. And your ally remains unscathed. That's cool. And then pick your improvement. Health, reputation, or resources? Hmm. Got pretty good health, but it would be nice to have more. <laughs> but resources, it'd be nice to have that. Yeah. I mean... We'd go up to three. Yeah. 
not struggling? No, maybe not struggling? Yeah. Um, how big of an effect do resources come in? Well, when you're trying to see what goods and services you can get during play, um, you'd roll 3d6, add your resources score, and then I would compare that towards the cost to see if you could feasibly get it. I think I'm going to go with health. Okay, health plus 5. I now have a 28. Nice. Dang. I guess I will be the party squishy. <laughs> so what'd you get? Four. Four left or right? Can I hear both? Four left is ecstatic, and four right is rebel. Ooh. Go with rebel. Rebel it is. Authority needs to be questioned, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's a, it's a... <laughs> We're friends. <laughs> you threw, in whatever the case, you threw out doing things by the book some time ago. Oh, we're definitely Your quality is innovation. The ability to look at things from angles no one else has considered, and to do things your own way. Your downfall is defiance, a dislike of conformity, conventionality, and doing what you're told, which means you're going to be fired soon from the Federal Bureau of Control. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those things like, well, they, I mean, they keep on trying to fire me, except they're like, but he just keeps on, like, finding stuff that, that that's good. It's so they things. just keep on sending me on dangerous missions. God damn it, Simmons. <laughs> Give me a badge and gun. Wait, what? All right, you can keep your badge and gun for the week. You're a loose cannon. You're a loose cannon. He doesn't play by the rules. But I found this. Oh, okay, fine. So, I'm thinking that they have literally fired you, and then you leave, and you come back like a week later with, "Hey, I found this," and they're like, oh, "God, gosh, well, damn we, it. we can't just, just just like open the drawer back up. Yeah. Oh. You, can, you just have a supply." So here's your talent you can choose: you can choose expertise, or you can choose improvisation. Ooh, that's talent. That's talent. Expertise or improvisation. We'll do improvisation. Okay, as a novice in improvisation, you can do a little bit of everything. You can make an ability test that requires a specific focus, even if you don't have that focus. Wow. Oh. Now, you don't gain a focus bonus to your roll, and you wouldn't generate stunt points on that roll. Uh, but you are always considered to have a primary focus in investigations. Out. So if a test would require a specific focus, you can still make that test because yep. you don't you don't you don't have to have you don't get the benefits from having a focus, but no stunt either. Yeah, no stunt point either. So I can make uh, demo rolls for me to. <laughs> oh boy! Do you want to improvise on the demolition <laughs> roll? I mean. Sounds like no. a rebellious thing. I mean, to do. You, don't, you don't want to improvise, but you also don't want to get like blown up. You can pick one of these improvements. You can relationship, reputation, or resources. Is reputation basically the same thing, but as like resources, but with like people for the, like, the communications? It uh, it affects your, you know... Um, Do you know a guy? <laughs> let me take a look at... Uh, I, I don't I don't want to steer you wrong, so let me look directly at the text for reputation. I want to make sure that we're on the same page. 
Just gonna clear it. So Rippy's 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 reputation, you'll gain some kind of honorific, like a title of some kind, right? This this may be the toughest dude in Toledo, or whatever, <laughs> right? Um, passive use of a reputation makes a group or person act more or less favorably toward the character if they already know it, and it affects them in some way. Right? Um, using reputation in a personal way, like prefacing a name with a title or telling a tale of former deeds, earns a character a simple advantage over opponents. Like in a contested action involving the trait, whatever that is, your, uh, your fame, the opponent suffers minus one penalty to their opposing role. It's purely psychological, right? I'm getting flashbacks from like the peaked in high school. It's like, don't you know who I am? Oh, oh no! Oh. I mean, one of the example the one of the example honorifics is champion athlete. Hmm. Is that something I can roll for, or is it? No, it's just, just something gotta, that you, you just got to pick. You're just always wearing your letter so jacket. So that's, that's <laughs> reputation. Or, I mean, again, it's a lot more common than mm-hmm. Or you can do a relationship or resources. <laughs> I'll choose a reputation. I'll figure out a tale. Okay. Now, whatever that's called, you know... Um, or there are other suggestions? I mean, there are plenty of examples, like... Um, under champion athlete, they can always you can do be a champion chess player instead, or a king of iron fist, a champion fashion designer. You know, like you you basically you've won a medal or a trophy, you've in achieved something. something in a in a in a sporting field, right? One project runway. Yes. I mean, I got crafting. There's also the rebellious honorific, like. Straight-laced, usurper, polemicist. Your goals may be as simple as a full-on rejection of authority and a desire to (laughs) stick it to the man. Capital M, man. Um, But anyway, think of the title that you have for yourself and and pop that in there. Mixing it. As an honorific, as a reputation. All right. Is Vietnam over? Yes. By this point, yes. Uh, In 75, yes, because they ended the year prior. Yeah. So MASH is still going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see here. So, is it, so you got to drive, I right? Do. You got to drive. You do. You need two. Two left or right? I let's start with left. Builder. You want to create something lasting. It might be an institution, an organization, a movement, a community, or something mm. else. Unlike the achiever who is all about the accomplishment, you're all about the end product. Okay. And you're willing to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes to get so there. I think I got a builder. I'm leaning that way, but I'm curious what the one on the right is. The one on the right is penitent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely left. Okay, so builder. The penitent man. Your quality is organization. So you're a builder for your drive. Your quality is organization, being able to figure out how to structure things, right? And that goes... Talents or well, your builder goes in your drive, and yep. then just like you don't Next have to, to jot down those the the quality Qualities. and downfall. It's just mm-hmm. something to keep in mind. Okay, organization and downfall is stubbornness. Hmm. Being becoming so caught up in structure that you lose flexibility. 
I was made for this place. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Which one? Of, which one is the caramel? No, that's carrot. Oh, this is carrot. That's carrot. Yep. yep. Okay. All right. The swirl. So, pick your talent: maker or oratory. Probably maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's hear oratory though. Oratory. Okay. Because I'm, I am focused on the communication side of things. So, as a novice oratory talent, mm-hmm. you're a skilled public speaker who can sway others with your words. You know how to work a crowd. If you fail a persuasion test mm-hmm. <clears throat> when trying to convince a group, not an individual, mm-hmm. but a group. You can re-roll, but you have to keep the second result. That's not too bad. That sounds good. Okay. The spelling of oratory. O-R-A-T-O-R-Y. Thank you. And notice. Communication persuasion test. If you fail trying to convince a group, you can re-roll, but you got to keep the second result. And then pick an improvement. Membership in an organization, a relationship, or a resources boost. Resources boost would just be a one? No, it would be plus two. So it might bump you up in the the bracket. Two to four. Which would be middle class. Nice. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay, so your resources score goes up by two. Now, as agents of the Federal Bureau of Control, you can't just walk around and say, hey, I'm from the Federal Bureau of Control, (laughs) Control. because it doesn't exist, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. So this is where things like resources, it gets tricky, because, like, Mm. you know, you could maybe, maybe requisition something from the Bureau's department, but, like, depending on what it is, maybe you can't even take it out of the oldest house, right? Or, like... You know, where is this money coming from? How are you going to get it? Where is it traceable? Like, mm. is it just straight cash? You know, like, you wouldn't be able to leverage your position in the bureau with somebody on the street to, like, to buy something or to get something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Unless you're a criminal, then you just buy everything. <laughs> with your five-finger discount. Yeah. <laughs> 100%, 100% off. And no one asks you where you got the money because you're a criminal. Yeah. So that'd be somewhere membership in like the black market would come in handy. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need three kilos of cocaine. <laughs> or you just buy everything cash. Yep. <laughs> but you could still do it in the 70s. Everybody, everybody's got to drive, right? That's mm-hmm. still so weird to think about. Like, oh God. Yeah, you could just hand somebody like. A grand or two for a down payment on a house. Mm-hmm. Or also, cars, a grand or yeah. two is enough for a down payment on yeah. a house. <laughs> oh, it hurts. <laughs> okay, now I'm gonna get mad. I guess I'll talk about it. When you gain a level, um, by the way, since we're playing, okay, mm-hmm. there's a spot. That says tough mode. Mm-hmm. 
right cinematic in that. We're playing in the cinematic mode, so that has there are certain um, adjustments yep. because of that. When you gain a level, you'll get plus one resources because you're establishing your reputation and connections. And that's also in addition to any reputation awards I would give you. Get, yeah. Right. Okay. So here is your equipment. You start out with certain basic equipment and possessions. Ordinary clothing. Nice. Which can include, like, you know, a business suit or something like that. The FPC is not above, you know, like, issuing you, like, a dress shirt and, like, you know, slacks. dress pants, slacks of some kind, black shoes. One Zeppelin t-shirt and jeans not good enough? Nice. I mean, that, that's good. that comes from you, but, like... Okay. If you, want, give you. if you want, the, the NPC is gonna like as a as a prior as a as a yeah. uh, a rote thing. Like, mm. here's your clothes. Like, you know, this is what you're expected to wear inside the building. You know, like, okay. unlike jobs today where they expect you to buy right the clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please buy the uniform specifically for this job from us that we will pay from you us. to do. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Some my company gave me an allowance when I started. Like, you had so many points you could buy stuff for. So not everybody's that. That's not bad. Yeah. Unless if it's yeah. PPC, then they're required by law to buy it for you. Nice. Um, I'm gonna order something from the McCallister or something. Do you want me to do it? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just to, to do it now so that it'll get It'll be here, here in like an hour. There'll be time to eat it before I have to leave. Okay. And the essential tools or items of the character's profession, if any. To, I'm gonna go with like painters' supplies yeah, and maybe yeah. a camera. Yeah. Cool. Ooh, a pol- Polaroids are around, right? In '74, I think, I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah. They were a thing in the '60s, right? Yeah, I think so. Polaroid camera. The instant camera was invented. Oh yeah, color came out in 1948. So. Yeah. So yeah, we'll do. Painting supplies and a Polaroid camera. The only thing that have in this system, the only thing that really has stats um, are things like, in terms of equipment, or like weapons, armor, that sort of thing, uh, vehicles. Um, adventuring gear are, is like, they may have some specific uh, like stuff, like uh, uh, stats, so to speak, like um, uh, a magnifying scope works in a certain way, you know. Uh, chaff grenades work in a certain way, right? Night vision goggles. But otherwise, like, a flashlight, you know, a camera, mm. a gun scope, a mechanics toolkit, yeah, that's fine. Um, a motion tracker, oxygen tank, suppressor, that sort of thing, right? You can just, 
have those if, again, if it's essential tools or items for your profession. And then, any weapon the character has an associated focus or talent for using. Nope. So what kind of assault rifles? Uh, assault rifles? You know, in 1975, you have uh, access to... I mean, what? M4? Yeah, the M4 was You have like an the... automatic rifle. You don't even have to say it's a specific yeah. thing. You have an automatic rifle. Now again, like, you know, gun laws in 75, like, maybe a little more relaxed, but like still, like, you're walking around on the street yeah. without a badge that you can show. Mm-hmm. You have an automatic rifle, so you're gonna draw attention. Maybe you keep it in your trunk, and maybe only use it in dire circumstances. You know, especially with my reputation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, the 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 king of of the of the the Midwest Greco-Roman wrestling circuit. Yeah, absolutely. Well known for his guns and his guns. I think I'm deciding more we're valuing some maybe like. So what do we get besides ordinary clothing? Just whatever we have to have to. Ordinary, yeah. ordinary clothing, the essential tools or items of the character's profession, if mm-hmm. any, and any weapon the character has an associated focus or talent for using. So I mean, like lock picks would be perfect. Okay, and so so like with my hurling, I'd probably have like a set of knives or something like that. Uh, that's that's conceivable. Yeah. yeah. Probably have just a service weapon, whatever is issued to. Well, not specifically the no, service right, weapon, right? But you know but what I mean, like yeah. just a like, pistol. As as a, as a member of the Federal Bureau of Control, who's expected to go out in the field, like if you're not a scientist or something, yeah, you they'd probably give you a pistol, right? Because I am a recovery specialist, would I be allowed to have a silenced pistol or a silencer? For my you pistol? could get a pistol with a suppressor. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Set of burgling tools. So, here's a pistol. Here are the pistol options, right? They're going to give you a... Let's see here. They're going to give you an, what's called an SA handgun. Hmm. Well, the stats will be the same anyway. They're not going to give you a revolver, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> The handgun does 2d6 damage. I'll give you the automatic rifle stats in a minute. Does 2d6 damage. It does ballistic damage, obviously. It does wounding instead of stunning damage, like by default. Right. Unless you shoot somebody in the kneecap and say, like, that's. I'm stunned Stun. then. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> in which case, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> Maybe. Um, rate of fire is. I'm stunning them permanently. It's just go straight through. Oops. It, it was non fatal shot. It's a lobotomizing shot. <laughs> so the rate of fire is semi automatic. When attacking with semi automatic and automatic weapons, the result from the stunt die rolled for the attack represents multiple bullets. Referred to as the rate of fire bonus. Mm. Certain stunts may be performed only with automatic weapons. No. 
probably find the wingspan of the fire. The range is 55 yards. And we're playing with his standard sort of miniature rules, assuming that like one inch is two yards. Okay. The capacity is five. So five shots per, you know. And then after five shots, your reload is a minor action. Automatic rifle is 2d6 plus 3. Okay. Do you have a minimum strength of 1? Oh, I got that. Yeah, then you're good. You can heft that thing. It's ballistics. It does wound. Um, it's an automatic weapon, obviously, for rate of fire. Its range is 550 yards. So, you know, you, you can probably hit it. Okay, so... Capacity is six, and reloading it is a minor action. What's the attack roll for the... Well, that would be... Um, the bonus that you would get is accuracy, mm-hmm. right, for, for a, a firearm, right? Okay. And then if you have a focus specifically for pistols or assault rifle or whatever, you get that plus two. Right? Is there a knife one as well? <clears throat> oh, you mean like a like yeah. a, a dagger for, or something? For, yeah, for yeah. the step. Dagger would do like 1d6 plus 1. Thank you. It would do impact damage, right, instead of ballistic. And it would be wounding, right, of course. Thank you. That's it. Um, I don't have any proficiencies in any kind of weapons besides brawling. But so as just, a soldier, it seems like I should have a gun. No, I'm just saying, like as, mm-hmm. as you'd be yeah. issued a pistol, yeah, and maybe some armor. Yeah, that makes sense. So start with a hand. Start with a handgun then. Two <coughs> d six damage, ballistic. Fifty five yard range, capacity five. Minor action to reload. Can it be a silence handgun? Because I am a ranger. Zoomies. As a ranger, no. Well, what do you have? A stealth focus or something like no, that? No, I don't have a stealth focus. Yeah, that was not an option. Or it would be. <laughs> Let's see here. Borrow mine. Okay. Now, in cinematic mode. You can have a suppressor. I mean, that's not a big deal. So can you. So can you. Yeah. I heard a suppressor makes a firearm almost impossible to hear outside any room it's fired in, or beyond a five-yard radius, whichever smaller. That makes sense. Now, wearing the Bureau's uh, standard issue, um, you know, like, clothing, right, mm-hmm. would give you bullet-resistant cloth. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see if it be gold. That would give you an armor rating, 
so into the, in the little armor circle, of 2i and 4b. Four ballistic, 2... Impact. So 2i, 4b. 2i slash 4b. You would yeah. no armor penalty, because you know, mm. it's just close. Damn it, this phone keeps turning off as I'm talking, and I can't order the food. <laughs> yeah, the face Give me just a second. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, because you have to leave bef- a little before 5, is that right? I have to leave at like 4.50 or, or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What time is it now? Oh, okay. Okay. It'll take like an hour for the food to get here, so yeah. Should uh, light up perfect? Let me punch that dog. <laughs> Leon, your tail's under attack. <laughs> Being pawed at and nibbled, and you're just whining to us. Perhaps Francis is chewing on you to try to get you to shut up. <laughs> Jason, did you train me that? <laughs> no. It's a free bonus for mm. the dog. Well, I would imagine to a puppy, like, oh, this thing's making noise. It must want to play with me. Mm-hmm. It wants attention. Yeah. I okay. Give it attention. I will give it attention. <laughs> and Leanne's just like, no. That's fine because it means Leon's not teaching him to do it. Mm. Which is desperately the important. The best part, yeah. <laughs> he makes so little noise, particularly compared to Leon. Oh, yeah. I've heard his little woof uh, like two or three times. Oh. I can say it as I like come in the house. Already there. Okay. So that's it, I think, for um, creating a character. All right. I mean, well, well let, me, let me tell you about your derived statistics, obviously. But uh, you know your health. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Your defense is ten plus your dexterity. Ten. Ten. <laughs> ten. ten plus your dexterity. Well, with soak being involved, mm-hmm. like being hit is not necessarily. Speed, yes. No defense is ten plus dexterity. Okay, so twelve. Since. Uh, we are doing cinematic mode. Hmm. Toughness applies to all damage. Nice. Except hmm. for penetrating wounding damage. Hmm. So something like Sniper being rifle. on fire. Ah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Radiation. <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> like. Now when they say penetrating damage, what they mean is not ballistic damage and not impact damage. Hmm. Um, okay. So let me give you an example of that. Um, Jesus Christ, shut up, Leo. You have the other dog for a reason. <laughs> I mean, the other dog is like in front of him trying to get him to play with him. Yeah. Penetrating damage ignores most armor and comes from special weapons, hazards, and abilities, such as raging open flames or using the cold shot stunt. Okay. Very few things reduce penetrating damage. So you can see, even in cinematic mode, your toughness bonus, whatever that is, doesn't apply to penetrating wound damage. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing toughness is just constitution? Maybe plus something? Your toughness um, equal to your constitution score. Cool. 
It's, ne it's never a negative number, but hmm. it's whatever your con score is. So maybe zero, one, two. It's a zero. You know. <laughs> but that's, again, that's yeah. that's added to your armor rating, whatever the damage class is, to get your soak. Right. Speed is 10 plus dexterity. Speed. Ten plus dex. Everything else is ten plus dex. Well, well I'm saying like in said. terms of like moving and running. Mm -hmm. right? Is it is it feet? Well, actually, that'd be pretty bad. Yeah. That would... <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. You can move up to your speed in yards. So what's your speed? Twelve. Twelve. Six tiles. Yes, and each tile is two yards, so you can move. So the easiest thing to do is just to take your speed and then divide it in half, right? And then whatever that is, that's how many squares you can move, right? Okay. But we keep the speed there just in case we're talking about raw distance. Yeah. Anything else to fill out on that sheet? You're level one, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, run. Oh, that's right. Um, if you're running, then you may move up to double your speed in yards. Sacrificing the ability mm -hmm. to perform another action so you can move farther. Mm -hmm. So it would just be double whatever your moves, squares, right? You know. Mm -hmm. But that's a major action, and you can't do anything else, basically. That's the thing you're doing. So you have a major action and a minor action? If I'm remembering correctly, yes. You may take a major action and a minor action. Powerpoints? Nothing. You don't have any right now. If you, at some point, interact with an altered item, or some, maybe even an object of power, and it awakens some kind of... Um, Para-utilitarian para power in you, mm -hmm. or paranatural ability in you. Then we'll talk about PowerPoint. <laughs> Didn't know if that was supposed to be like Moxie or... No. There is, a con there is an optional system for like um, serendipity, I think they call it. To mm -hmm. like, but we're not using it. There's that another, another layer another that I, I don't mm -hmm. think is necessary. Doesn't quite fit as much. Either. Now... Um, Names. No. Now, goals, ties, and relationships. Oh, which is on the, back. on the back. Generate up to three goals for your character to start. Again, if you don't want to do this right now, that's fine. But short and long-term goals, right? Things, mm -hmm. that, things that I can look at and go, oh, okay. Let's see how that goes. Like, Steve's immediate goal is to make, is to make it as a private investigator. His long-term goals include delving deeper into the case that got him canned from the his, his police department, 
and rooting out the conspiracy within that department. For instance. Ties. Uh, try to come up with at least one tie for each of the other player characters. <laughs> They'll provide some useful starting points about how the two of you, how each person is sort of... Mm. How we... How we Re- I say related, but that's not quite what I mean. Like mm-hmm. how, how you're... How you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Relate in the more general sense. Yes, to each other. Then relationships. Whatever your communication ability score is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever that number is, that's how many relationship slots you have. So Robert, for instance, I got one. You got one. So you have one slot. So you can have one intensity one relationship. Uh-huh. Whatever that may be. Steve has decided he, he has communication one, for instance, and he didn't get any other relationship slots from like the benefits bonus and the rolling and stuff. So he decides his character has a prosthetic arm, and he knows that Alejandro is making a character with scientific and mechanical ability, um, and he decides that that character, that other character at the table, like, you helped me with this, mm-hmm. so now we have a bond between each other of intensity one. That's our relationship. So if I've got communication three... You can either have... Um, because you're at first level, mm-hmm. the intensity can't go above two. Okay. So you could have one intensity two and one intensity one. Or you could have three intensity ones. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I like the So the zero, two. I have no intensity. I have no... You just don't have any relationship slots right now. That doesn't mean that you don't have friends, hmm. but it, these are the kind of people that stick to the neck out for you. They are they are especially strong connections that allow you to they'll yeah they'll basically like they'll help you. You can call on them. They'll stick their neck out for you. They represent some you know relatively important part of your life. Hmm. And then you know name your fucking character. <laughs> Rename her. No, I have to rename her actually. There we go. Okay. I ended up ordering it from DoorDash because they didn't have a delivery fee. So oh. I saved us $6. Oh, dang. Because the delivery fee for fucking Grubhub is like 6 bucks. Mm-hmm. So instead of like $28, it was only like. Alrighty, then after that, we're done. Okay, nice fun, you guys. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for thanks for coming. Yeah. We have built characters, so we have to make ties between each other. You don't have to. Have to. Mm-hmm. It's not strictly mm-hmm. necessary. The relationships are would be more important in terms of like an immediate thing because that can come up in play, like in a mechanical sense. Right. Yeah. Like we look at that and we go, okay. Okay. Yeah. 
you, you know this guy, you call him, the intensity is this, I can check and see like mm -hmm. just how uh, amenable he is to your request or yeah. whatever. The ties are just there to help you like, you know, connect, connect to the other PCs, yeah. yeah. In the same way that, you know, when we did Monster of the Week, you were, yeah. you were picking things for everybody. Connected with folks. <clears throat> I will say my idea of this character is I'm from the Black Panthers and my goal is to find out really? Who okay. <laughs> is to find out who really killed Martin Luther King hmm. interesting <laughs> I'm on board with it alright I like it it's the rebellion <laughs> it's the rebellion I'm to Infiltrating the cracker organization from within. <laughs> the highest levels of government. I just like got into the wrong department. Somewhere in the bureau is a file cabinet that tells you exactly who killed Martin Luther King. It's just like, oh, I'm getting the FBI. It's just like, it was smudged a little bit. That's FEC instead of FBI, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Now, even if you do show up at the Federal Bureau of Controls, you know, at their, their office, the oldest house, right? And you walk inside, which is already, like, very hard to do. There is a protocol for the person at the desk to be like, No. Hey, are you here? Are you here for an appointment? Like, who are you here to see? Who are you here to see? Yeah. <laughs> so they will, like, run you off unless you have a, you know. It's not like people can just wander in and then be like, well, if you're here, I guess you're... Well, here's, you're a, here's your gun. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's actually exactly what happened. There's same drawer that, you know, it, badge and gun always come out the same way. It's like, well, <laughs> have to now. <laughs> Black Panthers were still active in the 70s. In the 80s. I think it was, what, 82? 82. Because <clears throat> I, I also looked. What was the guy with his name that we all hated in? Mutant Year Zero. Kevin? There's it's Kevin. Always Kevin. Yeah. Fucking Kevin. Kevin. Because <laughs> one of my goals is to secretly get rid of Kevin. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so is who who is Kevin? Is Kevin a guy who works in the bureau and you just hate him? Or? <laughs> just get him fired. <laughs> oh, I was ordering our food. How many goals are we supposed to have? Oh yeah, goals. Goals can be uh, just generate you don't have to, again, but yeah. up to three, yeah. just for yourself. A combination of short, short and long-term yeah. goals. Mm. I'm and just, like, always saying, fucking Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I see. So <laughs> you're referring to a Kevin, but there's... Who knows who Kevin is? Mm. <laughs> she knows. That's going to be the, the season one finale, is a finally reveal who Kevin, who Kevin is. is. For Sweeps Week. <laughs> and, uh, it's one like, of those dramatic reveals of, like, somebody coming out of the bathroom or something like that. Yeah. It's the lamp behind, you know, the head, you know, shot. Mm -hmm. 
Who is Kevin? And it's just the most like normal ass guy you've ever seen. And it's the janitor again. No, no, no. Janitor's <laughs> very different. Yes. Janitor is very special. Janitors stand out. Exceptionally finish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it'll just be the director. Director. <laughs> director Kevin. Director. <laughs> you want this job, here you go. <clears throat> then when you're done sort of like, you know, getting your ducks in a row, I'll need to know, you know, the names of your characters. Um, uh, and then uh, what their position is in, in the bureau. Mm-hmm. Save ties for a little later, midstream, and then a rough estimate of like, you know, in pronouns, mm-hmm. how old they are, you know. Ages if you want to dig into. Character's name is Cassie. Mm-hmm. Does she have a surname? Yeah, Milan. Milan. M I L A N. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like the place in the other way. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's technically Cassandra, but Cassie. Okay. Assuming she, her? Yeah. She decided she's like 25. Yeah. 25. Mm-hmm. She, her. And she's a recovery specialist. Recovery specialist. It's a euphemism. <laughs> oh, what, 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 a proactive salvager. <laughs> right, yeah, that was the good, that, that's the classic one. Yeah. <laughs> proactive salvager. Still good to this day. Okay, Lance. Joseph Bishop. Joseph Bishop. Joe Bishop. Originally, it was, was going to be like Joseph, like King, and I was like. No, because it was going to be like the, the, the oh, it was supposed to be like the Walter Bishop. That was my original idea of the character. Right. But I changed it. I'm like, no. Then I changed it again. I'm like, so now you're Joseph can't, Bishop. Can't be king now. How old is Joseph Bishop? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Okay. Hmm. Uh, he, him, I assume. Yep. And you are. What's your position? Security, or. Working under a field agent? Yeah, field agent. Let's just call you a field agent. That doesn't pin you down too much. Because security may be like, you maybe spend too m- more time in the oldest house than you would mm-hmm. in the field. It sounds like you want to get out there. So. Or they keep on sending you out. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get him out of here. trying to get fucking real. <laughs> Why don't you just leave? <laughs> got it. Mission accepted. <laughs> they turned you into a field agent despite never giving you ranger training in right. the hopes that you one day you'll just wander around. They, they, just want me, they just want to keep me from like snooping around the office. Mm, yeah, constantly sending you out. You sure we can just put him in the fridge? <laughs> put him on fridge duty. Ooh, ooh. Rough. I still feel bad for that guy. Oh, yeah. Robert. Okay. Her name is Sam Pickman. Sam, S-A-M, I assume? Mm-hmm. And Pickman, P-I-C-K-M-A-N? Yes. 
How old is she? She is 26. 26? She, her, I assume? Yes. Okay. And she mm-hmm. is, what's her position at the bureau? She's a ranger, so I imagine more of a commando-type field agent mm-hmm. that kind of works in the shadows. Okay. We'll say... Proactive field assessor. <laughs> <laughs> Tactical operative. Ooh, there you go. And Steven. Dakota Lebedev, they, them. Dakota, you have to spell the last name for me. L-E-B-E-D-E-V. Oh, okay. Yep. How old? 29. 29, they, them. A little unconventional in the 70s, but, mm-hmm. you know. And what's your position? You are going to be a... Um, Paranatural recorder. Yes, that's right. Yes, Paranatural Recorder. To be fair, David Bowie was a fan of the 70s, too. So. True. He was trying to yeah, figure himself out at the time. He was, he, was, he was... Was he in time He was still operating in the, the gender binary. Thing, that's right? You know what I mean? At the time. Paranatural Recorder. <laughs> yeah, the older he got, the more he was like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So Cassie, Joe, Sam, and Dakota... All very, very American. Very American names. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, we're, we're probably all boomers, so you know, you've got to get the <laughs> generic names. Yeah. Just gotta, you know, gotta take time out of your busy schedule of ruining the planet. To... I hate myself now. I need to do different characters. This one's shit. Do I? All right. So, tell me. I, I, I want each of you. Let's let's go around the table. Let's start with Stephen this way. Okay. Um, tell me how you were. How you found yourself wor- working hmm. for the Bureau, Federal Bureau of Control. So, Dakota spent quite a bit of time with their uh, mother, Mashenka. Mm-hmm. I, traveling around Russia, kind of handling almost Russia's version of paranatural investigation um, through semi-official and unofficial channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, I, as the uh, Cold War kind of heated up a little bit. They decided to move to America to get away from some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just almost by accident, Dakota found their way in. Mm. Um, and once they saw the door, was just one of those things where it's like, all right, I want to know what this is. I've been curious my whole life for weird stuff like this. You were already, because of your work in the Soviet Union, you were already sort of paranaturally attuned, mm-hmm. right? So you see this building, you go in, and it's immediately apparent to you that this is another para- paranatural yeah, organization. Space, yeah. And you say, I'm not leaving until I get, like, <clears throat> yeah. I worked in, like, I'm an asset exactly. to you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm literally a foreign asset. <laughs> Let me in. Yeah. <laughs> Let me. Why have you closed your doors to the people? That makes sense. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I imagine she was, uh, kind of, uh, in that period in Brazil where it was transferring over from the military dictatorship, because mm. I think that happened around that time. Yeah, well, to um, what the... Bolsonaro or something? Yeah, the... the... I yeah. can never remember how to pronounce that word properly. Puta? Yeah. Because it's got a J in it, and my brain always does it. You need to pronounce that, and I know you don't. Nope. No, you don't. Not in Spanish, you don't. Nope. Puta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I imagine she was like a rebel fighter, uh, and uh, she came across something that ooh. she probably shouldn't have, mm-hmm. and she really liked it. <laughs> and uh, the agency just kind of picked up on that, and I was like, yeah, you want to work for us? And you might get more of these. And she's like, yes. So in classic Bureau fashion, your your observations in your sort of military report were handed over to the Bureau, and the Bureau was like, we'll take care of this. And basically you were you were uh, honorably discharged or whatever from your unit. From your well, it was more like rebel, so... Well, then they, they brought in a team to, like... To CIA secure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there was a, 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 it, it wasn't. CIA it wasn't like uh, a standard army. It was more like a rebel force, like, like, like a guerrilla force. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the you know they the Federal Bureau talked. Turn the, again. The FBC talked to the CIA, and they said, you know, get this person out of here. We need to like interview them or whatever. And uh, exchanges were made. And now, because of your, you know, fighting expertise, and you know, it, it was either it was either lock you in a cell, you know, for the rest of your life, or, or you know, you're just offer you a job. Yeah. So yeah. the quote unquote freedom of a field agent. Yes. Yes. So, so to speak. Well, her goals are to gain Eldridge knowledge and uh, hmm. gain the bonded object. So. It seems so you want a little object of power for yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good luck with it. Yep. <laughs> you gotta believe, though. Lance? Mine, I think, is like... It, it, I tried to interview for this. I want, oh, I, want, nice. I want that information, but... You failed the site profile. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened to be, like, the wrong interview. <laughs> so, let's, let's say that you had... You had trained, and you had an interview schedule with, like, uh, the um, sort of New York State Office of the FBI, right? And you managed to find yourself in the oldest house instead and reported for an interview. There's no interview schedule instead. And the, yeah, they had no record of you. Um, and based on, they, they did some sort of background digging and, and found out that, you know, you were a pretty... I mean, because of your training for the FBI, you were a pretty decent candidate for the FBC, too. So they said, all right, well, let's well, let's have an interview. Why not? Yeah. I mean, they very thoroughly background checked you, mm. like, insanely. So it's not like they were just like, well, well, well you're here. <laughs> you know. Well, we've got you here. They just take all the, all the interviews for all the other yeah, agencies and just, just compile. It's like, oh, yeah. Who are they interested in? We'll yeah, also be we might also be interested in. Yeah. Okay. Rachel? Okay. I think... <clears throat> so I'm, I'm a thief. 
Let me let me just. Let's let's be clear. You're a criminal. Yeah, I'm a criminal. <laughs> Get yeah. out of jail free card. Yeah, I'm thinking that. I just keep showing up around uh, altered items or things like that. Hot fingers. Mm. Or I keep stealing the wrong things or finding myself in places and the FPC was finally just like, come work for us instead of throwing you in a jail cell. Mm. I can buy that you were involved in the possession of one altered item. That's totally fine. In which case the Bureau responded and then again offered you a sort of a similar deal to... uh, to Sam, basically yeah. saying, like, look, we can put you away forever, or, or you can work for us. Yeah. Hmm. That's fine. Okay. <clears throat> now, the circumstances of that, we will say that you were responsible for the theft of AI8-KE. Can you write this down? Uh, you can if you want to. There's a space for bureau notes. A what? AI, for altered item, 8-KE. I stole this. Yes. You stole this, commonly referred to as the Harrison China. <laughs> that sounds about right. Okay. Harrison China? Yes. H-A-R-R-I-S-O. George Harrison? Well, yes and no. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was being uh, displayed uh, at a, um, a sort of museum function for um, uh, historical artifacts of the U.S. presidency. Mm. Yeah, uh, I saw it and he actually thought it was George Harrison's Sweet! With this like with this clearly United States government seal on these. Yeah. Hey, I just thought I could sell it. Okay guys. So you stole those, not uh, being unaware that that item was being observed by Bureau agents okay. uh, who pretty quickly descended upon you and like you know I, so I should interrogated have you. Caught, but yeah. I did because FBC. Because the bureau was there and like keep an eye out. I didn't see that guard there. Yes, I say what the fuck. <laughs> so you know, um, you never saw any. You only learned later as the bureau was interrogating you and then sort of offering you this deal that the Harrison China was an altered item. You don't know what it does. You just thought it was. You know, it's it's the China that they used in the White House when Benjamin Harrison was president. Like, mm-hmm. It's got to be worth something. Jeez. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. historical value. Um, <clears throat> you know that that's the same China set that President Warren G. Harding gambled away in a poker game mm. at some point, <laughs> uh, and it's sort of you know been lost to time, right? Until you, you know, until it showed up in that museum yep. function, and you took it, and then the bureau took it back. It? <laughs> Okay. All right. Boy, I want to know what it does. <laughs> so the four of you find yourselves in a sort of large, relatively featureless space. Lots of gray um, uh, concrete uh, with uh, some 
platforms that are sort of jutting in a very kind of brutalist fashion, like just straight out of the floor. Um, no rounded curves or anything. It's all like right angles and stuff. Uh, jutting out of the floor, there's a, a large five uh, 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 platform about five feet up. There's one about 10 feet up in this sort of configuration, and then there's one on the back about 15 feet up. The place is um, sparsely lit with some uh, 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 whining uh, fluorescence. Um, It's got kind of sort of a whitish glow inside, something harsh. Uh, And you can see that stationed throughout the room are these three... um, uh, about They're about... Seven feet tall, um, and they stretch out over a, a distance of about um, five yards or so. Uh, these sort of screens—they're uh, in a kind of an accordion style, uh, as you can see here, like a jacket sort of style, um, almost like uh, you've stretched out a, 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 um, a folding screen to dress behind, right? Mm-hmm. But not all the way, so it's got that little. Style, and it's made out of some kind of it's some kind of dark black material, something akin to maybe a marble or something like that. And these sort of panels are just up, and then it's freestanding in this room. Um, so the four of you are inside, and you hear over the intercom, combat test one, starting in five, four, three. Two. What the fuck? God damn it. <laughs> and you, you hear the sound of um, uh, machinery uh, moving. You can see the back door, which is sort of like a mechanical door of two parts, <clears throat> opens up. And you can see actually ducking under the space to come in uh, uh, to, our, to this little space here is... For lack of a better word, it's a it's a big like a golem. Hmm. It is this sort of mass of both whole and broken uh, pieces of porcelain. Hmm. Uh, Cassie, you happen to recognize some of it. That looks a hell of a lot like the Harrison China. <laughs> so this thing, plates and 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 uh, tea kettles and carafes and all that stuff, cups and are all like assembled in this this nine foot tall, um, you know, monstrous figure with a sort of a bulky midsection and long arms and legs, and it is now sort of clink, 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 making its way towards you with what looks like to you, despite not having a face. Menacing intent. Mm. So, please place yourselves in the room. You can tell by its gate. I have a dog on my lap now. <laughs> and I can't lean forward anymore. Yeah, so I'll put you right here next to the... Oh, come on. Monster. You can't even see the balls in the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm mean. So after a... Um, visited by a dog. He whines until I pick him up, or stares at me until I pick him up, so... <laughs> It's got you trained. If I'm doing homework over here, hmm? all of a sudden I'll just see his head pop out from over the couch and he'll just stand there and stare at me. I'm like, what? You can't be on the couch all the time. So this porcelain golem mm-hmm. uh, is coming towards you and you realize that 
Uh, this was not the afternoon that you had planned. No. You've been through a standard issue orientation. You'd arrived at the oldest house. You checked in with the the receptionist. You've been brought up to sort of one of the, um, the sort of standard issue administration floors. You've been given your badge. You know your sort of your ID anyway, um, and your clothing and everything like that. You've been walked through standard procedures. Uh, yeah, of course, you've been okay. given your stuff. Good. Um, and basically said, okay, please file into this room, and then we will continue the orientation process. At which point, this combat test started. With no prior knowledge. So, what Sam Hill? I just want to call. <laughs> just, just like, that low volume, high pitched, constant whine of a scream, kind of going <laughs> off while fumbling for the pistol. <clears throat> And then probably fumbling for it on the floor. <laughs> and I'm just like, fucking Kevin, I knew it. <laughs> this is all Kevin's Kevin fault. Right. It's his plot. Ooh, ooh, here you go. Kevin is the quote-unquote shadow director. <laughs> <laughs> There's always been rumors of a shadow director. <laughs> yeah. What is that dash object next to my... That's like the platform. Five foot raised platform, I think. Yes, that just shows you Would you like to be behind the platform? I sure would like to be behind the platform. How'd you know? (laughs) Do not climb on the table. Now, these platforms are sheer. Like, there's no handholds. There's no... There's nothing on the platforms. It's just as if a, you know, portion of the floor was just lifted up. It's fine, because I can crouch down. Now, that is going to make it difficult to, like, if they are, you know, considerably higher than... Mm. Then your height, difficult to climb because, again, these flat, sheer surfaces. But there you go. Okay. Roll for initiative, please. So you're going you're gonna to do your standard 3d6 roll, and you're going to add your dexterity. Cody, you had seven. Uh, Joe, you had ten. Yep, Joe was ten. And then Sam had eleven. Mm-hmm. Right? Cool. Okay. I'm gonna roll for our friend here. Ooh. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. So. our golem friend the bastard <laughs> fast on its porcelain feet mm. let's see here so he is yes. one two oh. three oh. four <laughs> who's this that's me okay so you see this thing like it reaches up sort of swings one of its arms around and then just slams it at you so he is going to roll and make an attack with his what I've uh, what I've labeled China fists. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, okay, six and five, eleven. So Ooh, a sixteen 16. to your defense. Yes. I need you to switch out your dice. Okay, and so, so mechanically speaking, oh. two fives were rolled. Yes. 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 Okay. So Stunt. that's bad. So stunt points he has. Mm. Yes. So that's five. Fuck. Let's take a look at those stunt mm. points. Oh, oh, do we get stunt points for initiative? No. No. 
No. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. Um, Let's try. Okay. So he's going to use those stunt points. Get, get earlier in the initiative for the first round? Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> Swap with someone else. Check out those. Sorry, excuse me. Still coming to grips with You're okay. the game. I think we're all just happy to be playing something before mid-November. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Is when I thought the next game would be easy. Looks like he's about to fall asleep. I'm still his favorite, and I don't know how to. I don't know what to do with it. He just. I was cleaning last night, and he just followed me around mm-hmm. mercilessly. I was like, I can't. I need to. I got things to do. I was wrapping that stuff around the stairs, and he about made me fall down the stairs because he's right up my butt. I'm like, please move. Come on. Just back up a little bit, please. I was sprinkling the carpet with, like, you know, odor eliminating stuff. I got him with it at least twice because he won't back up. Okay. So he's going to use his stunt points. He, so this thing, this massive porcelain arm of, like, plates and cups and everything, like, what looks like held together by nothing. It doesn't look like it's been taped or glued or it just seems to be, like, a collection together. You know, it slams against you. It knocks you prone. Okay. So you're on, you're on the ground now. And you are going to take, let's see here, one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess good thing you put in on the uh, hit points. Right. Okay. Ten damage. And that's uh, impact damage? That's impact, yes. Not bad. Only took five. Because even with the armor, that would be like eight, right? half my hit points. <laughs> so don't get hit by this thing. Yeah, no. Well, when it hits, when it rolls doubles, how about that? Oh, definitely, yeah. Avoid that. I guess I need noise. Okay. <laughs> well, there was my health bonus. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then uh, Cass, you're up. So you see this thing lumber over to Sam, raise its hand and just smack her down uh, onto the ground. Okay. Which means that melee attacks are, you know, easier to do on you by plus one, but ranged is minus one. Right. So, which makes sense. I think I'd like to peek around from my little hidey hole and shoot it. That's you, right? Here? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you want to fire at this thing? Yep. Okay. So roll 3d6, add your accuracy, and if you have a focus that applies, add plus two. Ten. Ten. Yep. That is a miss, unfortunately. Mm. Oh, <laughs> shot goes wide. Uh-oh. <laughs> Can I... Climb on top of the platform after I shot, or is that a major action? I have acrobatics. It's climbing a major one. I mean, yeah, you can. If you want to try to, if you want to climb up here, it's only five feet, so you could, yeah. Okay. But basically, you wouldn't be able to move very far. You just like get up on the thing. If that's what you want to do. But, oh, I see. As part of your move action, is that what you want to do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Since this is only five feet, yes. Okay. How, how tall is this golem? So if I get on top of this platform... Nine feet. 
I will be taller than it, but it will totally be able to see me better. Yes. Punch your lungs. Can I go back behind those little squiggly lines? Is that a staircase I can hide behind? The squiggly lines are those, those like black, black stone type s- curtain feet tall. folding yeah, like things. To... They're seven feet tall. I'd like to scurry behind that. So you just want to go one, two? Yeah. Farther in? That way, if it looks, hey. yeah, there. That way, if Can't it looks for, it. yeah, where the shot came from. Mm. Don't know. That way. Not here. Okay. <laughs> Joe. Me. No, I'm sorry. Sam, you had 11, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, standing up and climbing up does not cost me extra movement. Mm-hmm. So. What would I have to do to get onto the ten foot platform? Oh, you just have to make like a, a dexterity check. Uh-huh. And would that be a major action or a minor action? As part of the movement. That because of Because of the slickness of the surface, the fact that there's no handholds, I'd assume it's a major action. I do got free running if that helps. The talent. It might actually. No, it might make it. Let me check for you. Reduce movement cost or something. Using a move action does not reduce your speed to stand on climb. Yeah, then just make a dexterity tech and that'll be your movement, right? Alright. So I jump up and try to run back and pop up the wall. Okay. So that is 11, 12, 13. Thirteen. Well, there's no way that's making. Hmm. Yeah, no, you're good. Yeah. All right. So you back up, climb up on the wall, scurry up. So that's just movement. I can do a major action. Yes, you can do a major action because you are a free runner. That makes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I am going to attempt to shoot him. Sounds good. Okay. Roll a three-six. Add your accuracy. Watch, watch for doubles, remember. Mm-hmm. 13. 13 to hit. Yes, that does hit. Roll for damage, please. So 10, oh, 13, yes. So, okay. Now, you said because it's semi-automatic weapon, the stunt dice does something? The stunt dice represents how many bullets you're firing. Okay. So in a, in a semi-automatic handgun, no. that would be four bullets out of the five. Does that make sense? Does doubles on that damage do anything? No. Okay, mm. then it's just six. Six damage. Okay. All right. So you fire at this thing. You see the sort of bullet, and it, it hits what looks like a plate that's sort of hovering around in the kind of shoulder region or the pectoral region, and you see it just pink. Mm-mm. <laughs> that's no good. Joe. Rassle it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can at least, like, 
probably get around its leg, maybe. I just like pulling the leg and like like nothing else happens. If that I'm wasn't clear, like, it has a humanoid shape. I don't know. Yeah, it has a humanoid. Yeah. But I just can I can see it. it's like you're just like pulling it down. And it just does not affect anything else. Yeah. <laughs> you're basically just shittily polishing the ch- the porcelain <laughs> on the leg. <laughs> Oh, I guess I can't move it, so... Two, three, four, five... No. One, two, three, four, five, six... Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll try to shoot it with my assault rifle. Alright. Okay, no doubles. Uh-huh. Six, nine... Eleven... Thirteen. That hits. Very good. Because it's plus two for the uh, focus. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I have assault. Under X. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah, so a thirteen. That reminds me. Hmm. You actually did some damage. Mm-hmm. Because we're in cinematic mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we're in cinematic mode, plus two. To all of your Double attacks damage. in terms of damage. Mm. Let me see. Nice. All weapon and unarmed attacks deal plus two damage. So instead, you dealt nine. Mm. Is that uh, right? Uh, no, I would have dealt eight. Eight. All right. So there's a little chip little on chip one of those plates. Yeah. I see. Do we have to punch this fucking thing? Yeah, so all of your attacks, unarmed... Uh, whatever they are, whether they use weapons or if they use your fists or whatever, just mm-hmm. add two to them. Okay. okay. It's to compensate for, you know, the Same extra way. health and all that stuff. And okay. So that's five, eight, ten. Ten damage. Right. Very good. Let's see. All right. Shattering of... You fi- so you're firing? What was your, what was your stunt time? Uh, two. Two, okay. You fire. Uh, you can see that uh, in the sort of the, the right leg portion, you can see a like a, a small sort of teacup that's sort of hovering there just shatter. My mom would be so angry with me right now. <laughs> I bet. I like the sort of Elvis direction you're going in. <laughs> okay. Um, Dakota. Did you manage to get your gun off the ground? Probably just. <laughs> and just gonna kind of like quickly zip over here mm-hmm. and then try to take a shot at it. Okay. Yeah. Just was not prepared for this today. Ooh, ooh. Nice. So, 14 plus? Uh, plus one. So 15. Any doubles? Yep. Yes. Two sixes. Very good. So you rolled a 15. Mm-hmm. That's a hit. Nice. Now what do you want to use your stunt points on? How many stunt points do you have? Six. 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 Yeah. God damn. Nice. Now um, there should be looking at the options now. Yeah, in the Facebook thing, there should be a little. Thank you. I mean, I guess just jump on the uh, five for lethal blow and flick the extra two d six damage. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. That sounds great. Can I borrow one of your dice real quick? You still got one point left if you wanted to do one little little oh, yeah. minor thing. It's cold shot or cold shot. You can take cover. That sounds like a decent idea. Gain a cover rating equal to the 
stunt points spent. Cover one. Okay. Nice. So that's mm-hmm. six, yes? Yes. Cool. Eighteen? No. Sixteen. Sixteen damage. Yeah. Okay. Just at this point I'm imagining it it's the like well, shaky plus hands. Two as well. Yeah, oh, of yeah course. plus two, so eighteen actually. Yeah. Yeah. The shaky hands in just a pure lucky shot. All right. Just was not prepared for this. Is not a fire. So you, so you, <laughs> shaky gun, fire. The kickback is a little too harsh. Mm-hmm. Bullet goes up into the ceiling, manages to strike one of the oh, nice. uh, the, the the fluorescent, which then falls and directly impacts <laughs> nice. the porcelain gold. You can see like you know whole like plates and cups and everything like. You basically fall off of the figure and chip on the ground. You can still see that the form is still there, mm-hmm. but a, a good portion of its uh, sort of material components, the china, has been has been broken. Yeah. Peek around the corner. You meant to do that, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Now we're back up to the golem, who is not happy. Mm. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't have emotions, does it? That's that's too much. We're learning we're more hungry. every day. Two, three. So he again rears back and tries to punch the shit out of you. Uh. All right. Oh. Six and five. One. Thirteen. Thirteen. That'll go. Because because it has to just meet be or beat. Meet or beat. Yep. Yeah. Goes. Okay. Gonna roll for damage there. Eleven damage. Impact, right? That's impact. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that be nine seven. You're sliding. Dog learns about physics by falling to floor. He doesn't support his butt. He just like slumps off. He really doesn't. He just sort of like. <laughs> This, this is fine. Like, butt this first just kind of turns into a slug. That's true. <laughs> it sounds like a beagle. Mm. Oh, they're wrinkles. Yeah, beagle and that's it. That's what he's mostly. It's just I think terrier is what's keeping him so small. <laughs> Beagles are. This DoorDash is here. I'm going to go outside. Cool. Well, it is your turn next. I'm going to shoot it. You're going to shoot it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Music just hit that repeat at just the perfect time. Just, just skip, you know. Mm. It, almost, it almost seemed unintentional. Mm. It almost seemed like that was a mistake. Okay. Just a scratch. So this thing, you know, basically wails on you. You, you can feel the sort of cold, hard smack of, of China against you. Mm. You expected that, I mean, it's like, imagine if somebody, you know, took, he was like hitting you with like a solid dinner plate, but it didn't, the dinner plate didn't break. Didn't break. It just yeah. like bludgeoned you. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, uh, you uh, take a hearty blow from this thing. Um, and you can see that it, it appears to be, it's, it's, the way that its limbs are moving, uh, in both in the way that it came up to you and the way that it struck you, are, is slightly more unsteady. 
There was a solidity to the thing before that is, is lacking now. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Cassie, what do you want to do? <clears throat> Would I have a better sight line this way or this way? Probably that this way. way, yeah? Yeah. So I'll peek out over there. And shoot. Are you... Yeah, you got to be here, too. That's fine. Fuck me. Well, I got doubles, but I got a six. Six. Okay. Unfortunately, that is Actually, a, I got a triple. Hmm. Well, that doesn't. <laughs> you don't have Shit. anything in accuracy? Well, yeah, I'll make it a seven. Mm. <laughs> Still a miss, unfortunately. <laughs> However, uh, two stunt points. Trying to see if the stunt still applies, even though you weren't mm-hmm. successful. Even though you failed, I don't think so. Mm. All right, so let's. Uh, uh, Sam, you're back. Oh, can I move back? Before? Nope. No. I can only move once, or I yep. don't have move speed? You have, you have move. Oh, okay. And so, like, what her thing can do is allow her to move, shoot, and then move. Okay. To shoot on the move. Mm-hmm. So she could move, fire, and then end up someplace else. Yeah. I will... Can I, um... No, it's a major action. Never mind. Okay, good. Okay, Sam. Okay. You're on this ten-foot platform. You're overlooking the place. I mean, you kind of could have shot over this because you're. Oh well, yeah, I could have shot over, but I wanted to get closer. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Shorten that distance. So I'm gonna shoot it. <laughs> that roll. Uh, let's see. Nine. Nine. That's a miss. Shot goes wide, manages to to sort of. You could see a, a small bullet hole in the sort of. Uh, uh, smooth concrete of the uh, platform ahead of him. Okay, uh, Joe, back up. I'll take the like, shoulder uh, strap and like. It's minor action to reload. For the handgun, yes. yes. Okay. Nice. Although you might move is a minor action as well. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Good to know. Take out the knife and just. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna jab at it? Yeah. Yep. The- yeah. Just Imagine if you just took a knife to a plate. Just, oh, yeah. It's good. It's, it's loud and annoying. The noise is I don't know. So Do you get your, uh, your thing? Don't you have to, like, throw it even if it's at point one? Right? Well, I don't. I mean, I, I, I'm not using the specialty. I'm just. You're not using the focus. You're just yeah. using the knife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Stab. So, so roll for it. So, in this case. That is, let's see. That's plus fighting. Yes, eight. Eight, that's a miss. So you, basically, you can see that the dagger sort of like skips across one of the plates and goes into sort of the nothing in between the the pieces of china. Does the nothing feel like anything? No. (laughs) It just feels like, oh, there's, okay, Okay. sure. It's like I knifed the air. That's important. Okay, and Dakota, you're back up. She's trying another shot. Maybe I mean, the first one was really great. Like, uh-huh. maybe I'll try to. Can I take my minor extra? To damn. Oh, damn! Get back here. It continues. Oh, to move? Uh, yes. 14, 15, 16. Right. Because you get. Uh... Oh no, that's the damage. That's damage. Five. Uh, cool. <laughs> Another fifteen to hit with six points of of, of stun points. Yeah, single handedly killed the thing. 
<laughs> and well, not I, have meant to do any of it. Nope. Well, well I hope it comes after me and then it can't reach me. You know, it just, mm. uh, just, <laughs> just gets stuck. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, it's the classic like bear or tiger and, you know, in that crack in the or caves. the T-Rex. Uh, like, yeah, the T-Rex. Okay. Trying to get in. So that's a 15 to hit. That hits. Yep. We're going to use, again, five of the six stunt points for extra damage. We'll the the lethal Thank blow. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll take cover immediately after. Sure. I. Good call. I'm trying to think, like, anything precariously hanging from the ceiling, like acoustic <laughs> tiling or something, just... We'll see what happens when you fire. Why mess with it if it worked the first time? Cool. Uh, and a plus two on that? Yeah. 20. Nice. 20. Five, five, four, four, plus two. This character was not designed for combat. This should not be going. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, this character was designed for combat. Our very just first, in an indirect way. Our yeah. very first campaign, the Strahd campaign, mm-hmm. my ranger was able to like get natural 20s and like master strength checks all the fucking time. And like just... The tank characters wouldn't be able to open something, and I'd be like, mm, fuck it, I'll try. Oh, yep, there we go. Got Move it. aside. Yep. So you lean out, oh, <laughs> fire. The bullet goes basically through um, uh, 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 two sort of uh, uh, bowls that are creating sort of the things like it's part of their the yes. things upper thighs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shatters one, goes through, shatters the other one, wow. and you can see that sort of the the top seventy percent of the gold just suddenly you know falls Slots. down. You can see a sort of hairline cracks <laughs> forming through the, through the rest of the golem. It looks uh, pretty in pretty rough shape. <laughs> Good. It's still managing to hold together, but now it is at least like we're looking at like three inches shorter. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a string of like the Russian version of like "Dear Mary, Mother of God," those <laughs> yes. kind of just just constantly flowing from their lips. It's now golem time. So Golem turns and is angry. Yep. One, two, uh, three, four, five. Yep. <laughs> so this thing like reaches out, tries to take its hand, and basically like slam you against the side Ooh. of the, the, the wall, the, the platform. That's, that's pretty damn Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll do. We got doubles too. Ooh, eight, eleven to hit you. That'll do. All right, so that's double. Oh, so we get miss. we get three. Yeah, I miss we get three yeah. stunt points because the cover's only plus one, so it just hit. Yes. Yep. All right. No, you don't have anything in decks. Nope. nope. No decks or cons. So I'm lo- or, yeah. So I'm looking at like all of my speed, defense, and toughness is all the default. You were not kidding when nope. you said squishy. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can take a hit. <laughs> well, here it is. Yep. <laughs> okay, so it's going to roll for damage. That's one. Nine damage. Oh, that's not as that's bad. Could be worse. <laughs> However, it's going to use that, those stunt mm-hmm. points, three stunt points, to immediately make a second attack on you. No! Lightning attack. Oh, no. Oh, oh boy. That's going to do it. What? what? Three, four, five, nine to hit you. That will miss. <sighs> Tries to get Barely you on the just. recoil as you bounce off the, off the wall. The wall. <laughs> 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 
tried tried to juggle, missed the frame input. Thankfully, it wasn't prepared for me to collapse to the floor. Yes. Clever strategy. (laughs) The duck. You're like the best accidental agent. Yeah. (laughs) I was supposed to be in my office (laughs) painting a picture right now. I can paint the golem. Please don't make me shoot the golem. Cassie, you're up next. Okay, well, I got a good good shot at it, so I'm going to shoot it again. Just wait until it breaks your brush. There's I can't be, shoot anything to save my goddamn life, apparently. There's going to be a great expressionist painting coming is a miss. <laughs> okay, uh, so you're still firing well, away at this thing? Yep, might as well scoot back here. Okay, yeah, use your minor action to move back. All right. Take a square to be at. I'm sorry, I was just looking at the, the, the cover. Okay, there. Uh, let's see here. Sam, you're back up. All right, I reload. All right. That's your minor action. And you're going to shoot from there, I, I, I suspect. Yeah. Yeah. You have the high ground and all that. Uh, so that's a 12 to hit. 12 to hit. That hits. Very good. Any doubles? Any stun points? Uh, no. Okay. Roll for damage. Nice. Okay, that's a 12. All right. 12 damage. Okay. Do you want your food now or so you you fire away. Um, you manage to hit uh, the sort of um, sort of large salad bowl kind of esque uh, uh, knee that it has on the right. Mm-hmm. You see that thing spider crack and then shatter, and you see the the thing like fall to its side, and you can see again more shattering and spider cracking. And this thing is now it looks like it's it's not prone, it's just sort of unsteady. It's like it's on one knee, basically. Yep. Okay. Uh, and it looks like there isn't a single solid piece of china left. Everything has cracks or or, or, Fissure. or, or f- fissures or, or chips that you can see. Alright, then Joe. That'll be you now. I'll try to shoot from here. Okay. Wait. If it gets any cover. I mean, that's a little difficult to get on the sight lines. I understand. Well, that's like oh, But it's also now not seven feet. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, no, it's it was still... It's now eight feet, like... It's now probably like seven, oh, eight. Nine nine. Seven, eight, or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was nine feet, and then it dropped down to like eight feet... Uh, 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 nine inches. <laughs> So that's 13, uh, that's 17. 17 to hit? That yep. hits. Yes. Yeah. Doubles? No doubles. Okay. Mm. Too bad. That would have been nice. So roll for damage, please. Now, did you reload, or did you? I had three shots, and so then it would be the other, because it has a capacity six. Okay, yeah, fine, all right. Just as long as you're keeping track. Yep. Cool. So damage, please. Three, six, eight. Eight damage. Yeah. Okay. Eight. All right. <laughs> Just enough. Oh, no, we did the thing! So, oh, so you see this thing. So the, the bullets, you can see riddle sort of up the sort of midsection of this thing. And you can see that finally sort of the interior plates and, and cups and so on just crack and break and you can see porcelain sort of raining down and you can see the thing 
it seems like in 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 the in the matter of a split second, this thing has turned from this sort of golem-like figure into a collapsing pile of broken china. And now it is merely a sort of a, a slightly dangerous, pointy pile on the floor of, of broken, expensive presidential china. Which cabinet should we put it in? It immediately heading towards the door, just like, Let me out! <laughs> yes, let me <laughs> Remain calm, Lebedev. Remain calm. Just to, like, hands together, constantly fiddling. Please step away from the door. Move away from it. I'll walk over like to the feet. china and, like, find a kind of sizable piece and see if I can just stick my pocket without anyone noticing. Okay, do a uh, dexterity check. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, do I get anything for stealth? Or would that be sleight of hand? That'd be sleight of hand. Okay, that's fine. Oh, sure, that I roll double sixes on. 13, nice. 15. 15? How many power points? Yep. With six stun points. Nice. Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you're able to very, uh, effortlessly palm a, a, a palm-sized piece of, of porcelain china into into the folds of your clothing. Okay. You then see uh, what looks like a sort of a, a rapidly rotating sort of orange kind of alarm light. You hear just, uh, uh, the klaxon going on. Hey, you see this door slowly opening and allowing you access back into first one out the, uh, the <laughs> oldest house room. Right. I have not put my gun away, but I will follow Dakota. Outside, definitely you can see a. You can see a tall uh, uh, Indian-looking man um, in a sort of a you know a three-piece suit. Um, he is wearing um, a. Uh, I don't know if turban is the right word, but you know, uh, the kind of like this, uh, some sort of head wrap, Le- the kind that a Sikh would wear. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, you know, um, Sikh headwear. Yeah, I think it might still uh, be maybe it's just turban. a turban. Yeah, yeah. a dastar, maybe is that, is that what they call it? Yes, a dastar. Hmm. That's the R. Uh... Anyway, so he's yeah, wearing that, and. Um, so it is. It is a marked difference from the rest of his very professional-looking clothing, um, and so he he sees you sort of, you know, rush and and stumble out. Doesn't move. Doesn't react. Doesn't go to help you. Um, and I assume the rest of you are coming out as well. Yeah. He sort of he, he watches you come out, and then he, he you see him sort of signal to his right. You can see that there's a person at what looks like a, a sort of industrial lever. Pulls that, the doors close behind you. You can hear still hear that same mm-hmm. klaxon noise. It shuts behind you, and you can see uh, as he sort of looks at you each individually. One, two, three, four. Shake off. If there's any ceramics up. <laughs> well done. Welcome to the bureau. That's quite. Oh shit! <laughs> Safety on the gun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does that mean I can put this away now? I sold my gun out. <laughs> yes, please stop. Was that like the second part of the interview? Think of it as a crucible. It's a means of separating uh, the uh, potential candidates from the ones who are dead. Out. Well, we don't like to say that. <laughs> Besides, we were monitoring the situation the whole time. If things had gotten too 
dangerous, we would have had our agents step in. You seem to have handled yourselves with a decent amount of aplomb. Of course I did, I'm a professional. Just like testing ribs. Some <laughs> <laughs> help, so. I'll get it checked out later. <laughs> I'm Cole Songvi, the head of operations here at the Bureau. I will be, for all intents and purposes, your direct superior. Provided that you are not speaking with the director, of course. Follow me. He turns and walks you down the sort of the carpeted hall uh, into what looks like a um, a pretty standard issue office sort of meeting room, large table, several chairs around. Uh, the places you can see as you're working through the, the despite the um, the light '70s trappings of like you know a walnut desk here and some carpeting there and everything, mm-hmm. the place is still very much all concrete, all right angles, all the time. Like so it is a very brutalist looking shag carpet. Yeah, there's a little shag carpet here and there. You know, it hasn't it hasn't jumped the shark yet. <laughs> um, so he sits down at the head of the table and offers you gestures for you for you to sit down. You can see that in front of him is, is what looks like a, a manila folder that he has opened and has been looking through what looks like uh, uh, classified paperwork and some uh, blown up photographs. Please. Sit down. Sit down. Take a seat. Look relaxed for the first time in a little while. Look to where the coffee's supposed to be. Find none and sit down. No coffee. <laughs> <laughs> We've suddenly done <laughs> the <thing> already. Yeah. <laughs> Troll at it again. Pop troll. Mm. Pop. <laughs> again, neighbors. That might be the little girls who stopped to pet them earlier. Well, they aren't doing it now, <laughs> right? What's their excuse? Now, let, let me see if I've got this information right. Agent Milan. Bishop, Pickman, and Lebedev. Is that correct? Yes. Correct, sir. Good. I can see that our um, boys in the Intelligence Bureau are still doing their due diligence. Now, the four of you have shown uh, competence in your combat test and uh, your, uh, your records in terms of your skills, your aptitudes, your experiences speak for themselves, so... We're going to let you loose. You know what an altered item is. Yes. We just fought one, didn't we? That's correct. The Harrison China is one of our altered items. One that we have kept in isolation since, uh, well, since we recovered it. We just broke it? That won't be a problem. This... The, so the China has some sort of physical regenerative property. Uh, in a matter of uh, days, it will reform itself into a full, complete set of the Harrison China. Hmm. Um, only recently has it exhibited this aggressive animation effect, if you will, creating a sort of creature. Yeah, but when I... <laughs> it wasn't always animated. No, it wasn't. When did it? Said recently. When I when I when I acquired it for the FBC. What are you getting at, Agent Milan? 
What are the prerequisites to it animating like that? Research is on the line. You'll, uh, you'll, if you, if you want to know more, you'll have to speak with Dr. Sweet on that. Now then, we have a similar problem. Uh, well, one that we suspect will be a problem soon. Uh, we believe there is an altered item at work uh, inside uh, the city. Specifically, there is an antique shop, 36 East 12th Street in, in Greenwich Village, a place called Hamakar Antiques. We suspect that there is some paranatural influence there, most likely stemming from an altered item. We only have second-hand reports of this paranatural phenomenon. We have an agent embedded in the New York Police Department, and that agent forwarded to us a missing persons report for a Daniel Hamaker, the uh, titular, the, the supposed owner of Hamaker Antiques. Daniel Hamaker uh, was reported missing by his daughter Aretha uh, yesterday at 10 a.m. In part of the report, as we've sort of gone over the, the logistics of it, uh, she says that uh, Saturday of the previous week, uh, she inquired about some kind of dinner appointment uh, with with her father. Uh, he was unable to return those calls. Later that same evening, Aretha uh, uh, drove by the antique shop, I expect, trying to find if Daniel was there to uh, speak to him personally. Uh, found the store was open uh, and uh, lit as if it was still in operation and uh, went inside and found no trace of Daniel. She did find, however, and this is according to the report, we the police report we recovered, the smell of uh, tobacco present in inside the store. Uh, she proffered that it was cigar smoke, but we haven't been able to verify that yet. Unknown. This cigar smoke was apparently a faint smell, but permeating the entire building. Uh, and she uh, uh, has sworn, uh, at least in the police report, that uh, Daniel was not a smoker. Never has and never intended to. In addition, uh, in a uh, in a in a, uh, a, a back room table, uh, in a back room on the table, uh, she found what looked like a a stained glass lamp. Mm-hmm. This lamp has a sort of, based on her description, a, twist, a twisting iron base and a lampshade made out of stained glass material. This uh, lamp sitting there on this back room table. Underneath, she found, as she was searching the place for her father, uh, the shattered remains of a light bulb mm. underneath the lamp on the table. Now, normally, uh, for our standard agents, this wouldn't even register as a blip. This may simply be uh, a mugging, a kidnapping, father trying to escape his familial duties. Who knows? But it seems like the perfect softball to toss to some new agents. Mm -hmm. So I'd like you 
once you leave the oldest house, to investigate. Head to Hamaker Antiques, check the place out, try to avoid any police or city municipal interference. Talk to Aretha Hamaker if you can get a hold of her. And figure out what happened to her father Daniel and what this lamp and smoke has anything to do with it. Any reports on the design of the glass or we understand we understand that the pattern, uh, at least from the limited description that uh, Aretha gave the police, uh, is of a um, an not particularly meaningful distinction. It appeared to be a uh, set of colors, a vaguely sort of plant-like uh, uh, decoration. Uh, pieces that were arranged in a kind of a, as an almost a garden style. Mm-hmm. Uh, the color is green, uh, yellow, orange, or brownish. Uh, and that's all. Again, we have not had eyes on this lamp, uh, given that these, this report was just filed yesterday. Uh, so we're unable to determine to what extent the, the aesthetics of the lamp or the pattern of the lamp may have any kind of paranatural effect. Has the antique store been uh, Is it a crime scene now? Is it official? The NYPD has so far declined to investigate this particular report. Hmm. Uh, they have their hands full. Uh, so we don't have to dodge police officers to get inside? The place, as I understand it, is still open. Uh, Aretha is apparently attending to the shop in her father's absence. Um, but uh, whether or not she is amenable to mm. customers, if you will, I'm not sure. Right. What happens if we put a light bulb in this thing and we all go, oof? Then I will, regrettably, have to sign some forms and find some new agents. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but let's not poke it too much. <laughs> but poking it is half the fun. It can be fun for you, but I'll be outside. You're members of the Bureau now. You know the risks involved, and you also know the importance of the work we do here. If we do suspect it to be an altered item, do you want us to acquire it? I expect you to contain it. Mm. Like a box? If you want. Uh, Bishop, is it? Would you like to put a bow on it? Regardless... Are we delivering it? Containment can mean a number of things. Mm. Physical containment, uh, paranatural containment, uh, astral containment, wh- whatever you f- you deem necessary to prevent the item from uh, creating paranatural phenomenon, possibly uh, harming uh, the American people. But the Bureau is not interested in acquiring it and studying it themselves? Of course we are. Okay. But if contain means destroy, you have the, uh, the requisite permission. permission to do so. Sounds good. Okay. Stand up. That's all. Address? 36 East 12th Street. 
Is there like a company car? No. You, you don't have your own car? Just gotta put my hand on your shoulder. Let's go. Come on. You've been in, you've, have you been in New York City long, Bishop? Long time. You know no one drives here. Yeah. Sometimes I stop. Just <laughs> decide to let go and just leave you to, to the wolf over here. Okay, that's I'm fine. I'm highly amused by this, but I'm going to leave. Good luck. and take the subway. All right, yeah, let's go. I mean, there's probably still more parking spaces. <laughs> I mean, it's still New York. Mm-hmm. Still not a common thing. No. no. <clears throat> Hop on the subway and go Oh, what time of day is it? It's uh, 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, so we can totally swing by. Cool. You came in bright and early and then was ambushed by, <laughs> by the China the job. By the China that I stole, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that'll, that'll teach you. Let that be a lesson to you. No, I need to find some more cool shit. That's what, that's what I learned. I mean, you still have a piece of it. I know I do. Pocket. I wonder what's going to happen with that later. <laughs> I, mean, I got something in my shoe. We're going to end up writing an addendum report. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does have regenerative ability. I don't know yeah, but it's one tiny little piece. You know, maybe know. it just like flies out of your pocket. Right, and like goes back to the... But then we'll know. Or maybe that's how it multiplies. Now there's two. Are you happy? There's multiple yeah, sets. Cool. Do you want porcelain golems? Because this is how you get porcelain golems. Okay, so you you you're all headed as a as a group to mm-hmm. to the to the shop to Hamaker Antiques. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. If she's running it, probably the best place to run into her as well as the item. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you head there. Uh, you can see the place is a is a a, a decently. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about um, essentially two rooms in a sort of standard um, New York City block, right? You can see that it's one continuous space, about the size of two rooms together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the glass uh, front, so that you can see directly inside, the door is made of glass as well, with just sort of some wood framing, so you can see inside there's all manner of... Uh, there are... Uh, Lamps and silverware and like armoires and all kinds of things inside that date back to it looks like at least the Victorian era. Um, there's plenty of stuff inside, and it's it it has the arrangement in a way that it impresses you with the amount of stuff in it, but it doesn't look cluttered. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. It all has a very sort of organized look, but there's a lot of stuff in there. You can see inside uh, behind the counter there is uh, a young woman. She probably looks like she's about 19 or 20. Uh, long blonde hair. Uh, tall, really tall. Like uh, She's like six foot three. You know. Mm. Um, and she is sort of wearing some, some casual clothing. It looks like a, a graphic t-shirt and, and some jeans. Um, I'm going to stay outside and canvas the area. Okay. And she is, she's just sort of like you can see that she is slightly uncomfortable. She's just sort of on sort of the, the forearms over the over the the counter, just kind of staring off into space. So, being blind, she's Caucasian. So, what? She's called. Is she Caucasian? Yes, she's Caucasian. Dang. 
What? What's going to be like, you know, oh. from the black mm-hmm. thing? We heard, heard your father's mm-hmm. coming, so we want to help you in there. But yes. yes, she's a grammar. On the way over, You're can from we... New York. You can still pull that off, though. <laughs> On the way over, can, how New York works. can we assume we had a conversation how we're not supposed to talk about where we work? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, okay. Every time we don't have that conversation, yep. someone just <laughs> like pops out with it. So I thought I'd say that before we started talking. About I'm from the secret police. <laughs> I mean, th- th- that's how it's going to be. Like we're here to help, except you know, not be a part of well government kind of organization. We've got enough people that we can kind of split up our approaches. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm gonna stay outside canvas. I'm gonna find somewhere to change actually, because I'm not doing field work and fucking demand clothes. <laughs> I'll go in looking to to maybe try to buy this one. Yeah, that'd be the best way to get eyes on it, I think. How do we go in and ask for a lamp? You just browse a specific lamp. That's assuming she still got it still, out. Still, still got it out. Maybe someone we had a friend say that there was a lamp that was that we might like. Possible. Seems a bit suspicious, but we can also hit this in waves if we want to scout it out first, figure out what's there, and then be able to send somebody in acting in on that knowledge, kind of fresh face. I assumed I would stay outside, so if someone had to go in after hours, Hmm. (laughs) I would not be recognizable from earlier in the day. I'll go in and uh, look around. Sounds Not good. I'm, peruse. I'm gonna go get a sandwich from the deli across the way, and then I'll be right back. So, yeah, you don't might, worry. You might want to get a band-aid or something for you. <laughs> yeah, I... I'll go with you to the deli and change in the bathroom. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, my blood is on the outside. Be on the inside. Maybe five finger discount a sandwich on the counter. You know, something like that. Okay. Get you one too. There you go. So is is anybody right now directly interacting with what you presume to be Aretha Hummel? I think that's no, I'm not directly interacting. With Sam, but I'm she's browsing browsing the but you are going in. I know. Okay, we'll go in. So the two of you go in. You you take a look around. You you see that that uh, uh, this 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 woman sort of like looks up and sees you enter. You can hear the telltale sort of ring of a bell that's attached to the door, and she sees you open. She's like. Oh, please, you know, help yourself. People of color, God damn it! <laughs> is it is it pretty like a cluttered kind of store? It's packed, but not cluttered. I I can show you exactly. Let me give you an example. Antique store. Sam also not Caucasian. <laughs> no, she's from Brazil. Oh, that's mm. right. You mentioned Brazil. Yep. I mean, and it's New York. Well, in that case. You guys could pretend to be a couple looking for some house decorations and it won't raise as many eyebrows as if, you know, it's the 70s, right? So it won't be quite as eyebrow lifting as a white and Mm. Not that there are not people of color in Brazil, because there are. Mm. That's true. But, yeah, she's she's not one of them. And Sam Pickman is the name she picked up after she moved to the States. Mm. Adoptive name. Yeah. I'll probably look for the lamps and be like, "Is this lamp look good? Go good in the brief, you know, the, 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 the end table." He's having a stroke. 
It was at that moment Joe realized he didn't know what the table was called. (laughs) And go by the bed stand. Then the table word. And there's like a shotgun under the counter and she yes. <laughs> Her hand hasn't left it. Get the fuck out of here. This is my antique shop. <laughs> trying to I'm trying to pull up a picture for you so you know like just yeah. how how um, this place is. Some of the antique shops I've been in, it's like you barely got, you know, like two aisle room away. To, room to walk. Yeah, you have, you have to delicately squeeze your way through it. Yeah. You know, one of the best parts about my grand moving to Lafayette is that she doesn't know where the antique stores are in this town, <laughs> so she doesn't drag us to them all the time. What the flea markets? It's pre choice. Okay. See that? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, but it's pretty, it's, it's pretty organized and you know hard to. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a well kept store, and you know, it's not like it. It it clearly is not an upscale yeah. like antique shop as opposed mm-hmm. to like you know a flea market in the skies or a farmer's market or something. It's good. Right, a place you'd find on America. So again, as Aretha sort of looks at you and sort of you know gives it a half-hearted greeting and goes back to you know her, her business of staring a hole into the wall. Mm-hmm. See, so, well, I'm still looking for China. Are you talking to me? <laughs> yes, because I'm not in there. <laughs> <laughs> Apply sandwich directly to the wound. <laughs> Sandwich steak sta- you didn't have to pay for it. I stole one for you. Is it a steak sandwich or something? Just... <laughs> look around for the lamp. I just, yeah, okay. I'll give you a look when you say that. And continue looking. Give me, uh, then I, I want you to give me a perception check, please. And that perception check, if you have the seeing focus. <laughs> Let's see. I got... A ten, but I also got doubles with a four mm-hmm. points. Double I got an okay. eight with one stunt point. Okay, so the both of you take a look around. Actually, eleven. You find a lot of you know. You find like these sort of ornate carafes. You find uh, uh, serving plates. Uh, you know, cuckoo clocks. All manner of sort of you know uh, kitschy and elegant things alike. Um, but the lamp is nowhere to be found, at least the, des- the described the lamp from the report. There's plenty of other lamps, but there's no stained glass lamps. No stained glass lamps. And none matching the reports hmm. uh, from the police. Or from, from Aretha's report on the police. Okay. You do, see, you do see, however, in the back, you know, as you sort of make your way through the store, heading from street into the back of the store, you can see that there is what looks like a, a locked wooden door, sort of those little four panels sort of mm-hmm. into it. Um, it doesn't have any kind of signage or anything. There's not a window in it. It's just a door. shut. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, my one in communication probably mm-hmm. won't hurt me here. I mean, it's still a positive. It's yeah. still one. Yeah. yeah. 
So I'll, I'll approach. Mostly die rolls here. I'll approach them. Mm-hmm. Um, what was her name? Aretha. 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 Yeah, if, if you approach her and are just like, hey, my dad's dead, how about yours? <laughs> just, just checking in. No, no. Like, that would be bad. Yeah, I don't think not, that would work. She's smart enough that she's not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there, is there anything she can use the stud points for? Hmm. No, both of you fail. Yeah. Oh, mm. oh okay. Sacrifice. So... Um, so you're gonna head up to her. Head up to her. Okay. And um, uh, yeah, can I can I help you? Oh God, I hope so. Uh, I'm looking for. Uh, I have to go in my terrarium, and uh, I'm hoping for some kind of floral motif to go with the room. Uh huh. Um, I was wondering if you had anything like that. Uh, uh sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not as familiar with the the inventory. It's that's that's my pop's place. Oh, oh um, I see. So uh, give, give me just a second. Let me let me run through the. She, you can see her. She pulls out. It looks like sort of a, a log or something. She's sort of flipping through, um, not particularly quickly, but not slowly. It's sort of a casual pace. Um, okay. It looks like we have. We should have two standing lamps with a, a sort of a floral pattern shade. Uh, they should be somewhere in the. I think they're in the back left there. Um, We've got one with a sort of, um, uh, he, he wrote zinnias here. Uh, I guess it's on the side of the, the, it's a standard table lamp. It's on the side of the, the base. Um, I think that's it, unfortunately, in terms of floral patterns. Mm-hmm. Probably still over, I'd, like, by that back door. I'd probably, I'd prefer the other one. So what would you, the one that's not a standing lamp, a table lamp? Oh, the table lamp? Yeah, uh, yeah it should be... Um. There, do you, do you see where that? Do you see where that table is with the the uh, the china set right mm-hmm. there? Yeah, it's just it's gonna be should be just to the right of that in the corner. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah, of course. Make a sand check to approach the china. I go over there. Mm. Dexterity. <laughs> Don't break anything. Make a make a show of looking at it, studying it. Okay, so you come in, you come in there. It's one of those standard sort of bulbous looking white lamps with a. Uh, standard issue fixture and a uh, lampshade over it, but you can see the the sort of white bulbous sort of base of the thing has got like a, a, a design of, of floral zinnias around it and a kind of a, a painterly style. So in the fixture itself, rather than the shade. Yeah, in the actual like lumpy part of the, yeah. the lamp, right? Yeah. The shade is a pretty. It looks like a. It's kind of, kind of a crimson color, but it's just a you know a light material. It's nothing fancy. Okay, and then I kind of like <laughs> subtly shoot you a look and s- that says you're up. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll go over. It's like, it, it looks good, but you got anything like really impressed the in laws? Anything like a. Oh, what exactly are you looking for? I don't know, for? like a. Like a is there like a stained glass kind of like little lampshade to go on it or, or something? Show off glass. Okay, so give me give me a communications check. Do you have any communication focuses? No. Do you have any uh, bonus to it? No. <laughs> Alright, so this, this can't go wrong. I only have one four. Okay, so that's a thirteen. 
With, with with a six stunt points. Oh, you got double? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that is a six, isn't it? Yeah. So what'd you get? I'm sorry. Thirteen. Thirteen. You rolled doubles. Yep. Okay. So you succeeded. Um, so you can see that she kind of like, she looks at you for a moment. You can see there's like a slight twitch, as you mentioned, like stained glass lamp. It's clearly she's, you know, it's just some kind of reaction. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not... It's not over the top. It's just sort of a subtle, like... She takes a minute, and... Well, we... Um, the only, um... Are you talking about, like, a lamp with, a like, a stained glass yeah. fixture? Or just no, the... Little, like, put the light, you know, on the The ceiling. shade, you mean? Yeah. Uh, well, we do have one of those in, in our... In our, uh, um... Back room, but it's, uh... It's... It's been uh, all, uh, sold already. We're sold. waiting for the the, uh, the buyer to come and pick it up. And and if they don't come by, is is, is there like you know? Well, um, we have like a, put a hold. You know, we have a forty-eight to... hour waiting period to see if you know for for whatever reason they're able to come back or or to call in to cancel the order or, or what whatever. Um, at which point we'll issue a refund and the uh, the item will go back on uh, on sale. Could I could I at least see it? You know, see if it is something. You know, in case if they don't show up, or should I just you know uh, wait around? I, I would. Um, I give you another communications check. Oh, so it's eleven fourteen. Wow. Okay, so you can see she looks at you and like. You're you're a you're an attractive, you know. Uh, I was thinking like Danny Glover kind of. Okay, yeah, but y- young Danny Glover, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, early. Her early Danny Glover, right? Not old for the shit. Yeah. So you know she, you know you're, you're an attractive guy, and she's like, she's like, okay, yeah, um, just follow me. And she gets around the, the side, and she takes you all the way back to that door that you saw previously. She gets out uh, what looks like a ring of keys. Takes one. Opens that up. You see inside. This back room is less. Um, it's considerably less uh, organized. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's stuff all over the place. There's stuff on the floor and on shelves and units and things. And you can see just in the back corner there is a circular table about about the size of a card table. Um, and on that you can see. Um, if you are on the, let me show you the picture. You can see this thing. The lamp in question. Oh yeah, is that in the? It should be in the the folder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that. But I will, I will pull it up for you here. Over your control. Here we go. There's the lamp. Mm. It is standing there. Oh, it's resting there uh, on the table. It doesn't appear to be currently... It's dark. It's not on. Probably a Tiffany lamp. And you can see that uh, there's, you know, there's like a lamp on here and a a different, like, fixture on there. This is a darker room than the clearly, you know, brightly lit sort of interior. And she sort of points out to that. Yes, just over there. Were you you sort of tagging along on that end? Okay. I'm I'm pretending I'm not with him. 
Okay. <laughs> Just came in together. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um. She sort of she's standing sort of in the in the in the the doorway. I'll, I'll I'll get close and take a look at it and just do like the up and under. Okay, so you so you peek on it. You see that the base is this sort of like it's almost like it has a, a combination almost between it looks like wood, but it also yeah. looks like if somebody took sort of black velvet fabric and sort of twisted it. Yeah. Um, you can see that. Kind of um, like, are you going to touch it or are you just looking at it? Uh, for politeness, I will not touch it. Okay. <laughs> Take a look at it. It's got that circular base, that sort of almost tree-like black base. You can see that it has this, again, this sort of floral patterned stained glass lampshade. Mostly green, but hints of some bluish, some yellow, some orange, that sort of thing. Um, as you take a look underneath the shade, you can see that the, um, the, the fixture inside does not have uh, a bulb currently attached to it. And you can see a small sort of hanging <coughs> chain. Other than that, it looks uh, it looks pretty. Um, it's a it's a nice looking lamp, but otherwise, it looks pretty mundane. Okay. Yeah, like I said, um, you know, forty eight hours. We don't hear from them. You know, it'll go back on the market, and then, you know, I can I can take down your name, and your phone number, if you wanna. You know, if you want us to call you, if that if that's the case. Oh, that sounds reasonable. Oops. I'll give her a phone number. Okay. To jot you down. All, all right, Joe. Uh, well, well, thank you for coming. I uh, hope there's, there's anything else you're interested in. Please go, go right ahead. And when they come back out, they realize that I've left the store. <laughs> <laughs> so she closes up and locks it behind her. Comes the keys back in. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's... So she goes back, she sort of, you know, excuses herself and goes back to the desk. What else would I find at an antique shop that I might What about the sandwich brigade? What is this what are the sandwich people doing? Sandwiching? <clears throat> sitting outside out of, like, on a business clothes to sitting out on the on a bench in our non FBC regulated clothes. Sure. Yeah. Eating the sandwiches I stole. You you stole sandwich. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to make a dexterity. Damn game. it! Come on. <laughs> no, I was I was just struggling, so I wasn't sure if I could afford a sandwich or not. I'm not gonna make you a resource roll for, for a sandwich. sandwich. Oh, okay. Well, then I just I I purchased the sandwiches. I just no, you had you had some so. you had some cash on you. Great, I bought us I bought us both a sandwich then. No, it's like a fucking egg salad sandwich. Like, how much is it going to cost? Mm. You know, in ten dollars, my So you know, we're just like what sitting on the bench outside. Okay, yeah, you can yep. see like across the way. The, but across you know? the way, you can see mm-hmm. the interior. You can see yeah, um, uh, Joe and Sam move move around in there. You can see what this sort of tall blonde. Uh, uh, Woman, uh, sort of, you know, talking to them, assisting them. You see them go in the back and then come back. You know. Okay. And you we'll see that something is being done. Some progress mm-hmm. is being made. Got a cold bottle of Coca Cola against a rib, mm-hmm. kind of like trying to keep an eye on things. So Just your watching. dad. So. Your dad owns the shop. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Do you uh, make any of the of the furniture, or is he just? No, he's a. This is he's a collector. Uh, we're a, we're a, a traditional antique shop. We, you know, uh, we 
we acquire these things from, from other uh, buyers, we, we refine them and, you know, uh, auction houses and that if sort of thing. If we actually made the antiques, would that be like forgery? I guess it would technically be forgery, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, I mean, if he's trying to sell them off as, like, <laughs> something else, if it's just... Well, it's an antique shop. Yeah, so um, he uh, been in uh, been in business a while, and um, yeah, um, he uh, he lo- he uh, he loves it. <laughs> loves his work. Is he just on vacation, or 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 you just mm. help him with the the family mm. business? <laughs> As I'm just like looking at like an end table to probably. <laughs> So you're not looking table. at her. You're, yeah. Okay. I need an end table to put the lamp on. Yes. <laughs> he's uh he's he's uh, he's out of town. Hmm. Well, that's that's kind of you to run it for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like I'll take this. And how much? How much? Oh, this solid gold. Solid. <laughs> this solid gold silverware set. Uh, forty thousand. Well, that's not but... plated. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you, you you pick a thing off. Okay, I, then I'll, I'll need you to make a resources test. Okay, so let's mm. try to blend in, act natural. Can I look at that? Mm. Purchasing so, so what, antiques. So what's your resources? Two. Two? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so 3d6 plus you that picked two. up the cheapest thing you could find. That's 9, 10, 12. Okay, yeah. So you're good to go. Yeah, you have enough. It, it wasn't a particularly expensive thing. It was sort of like a uh, you you picked up what is essentially a sort of a, a jewelry box, you know, with some kind of nice carving. And that. Mm. Uh, the thing's like fifty bucks, and you know you have some. Like, All right. Still, yeah. In 1975, that's expensive. Yeah. What's well, good jewelry box for you? Well, this is an upscale antique store, and like this is probably again like on the bottom shelf in terms of maybe, price. Maybe this one pressed in loss. You know, okay. she she takes that, you know, uh, exchanges the money and, you know, offers you, writes okay. a receipt for you. The jewelry box is also small enough I can actually care. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody help me move this couch. <laughs> onto, onto the subway. <laughs> trying to get it into the door. So you're the reason those laws exist. <laughs> so you've acquired a jewelry box. She, she writes you a receipt. She, she thanks you. I'll be back, you know, just in case that lamp is... Sure, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a call if, if that's the case. Thank you. So, mid-sandwich. So, if they can't just outright buy it, do we have a backup plan? Yeah, me. Continue eating. Does he know he's supposed to be looking for ways for you to be able to get in? I can see. Yeah, but he went into that back room. Well, we'll ask him when he comes out. Maybe there's oh, a back entrance or something. Are you worried about the lock on the door? That's sweet. No, no, no. I'm, I'm wondering if you can go through, like, not the front door. Yeah, let me scope it out when it starts. Ching, ching. Uh-huh. You see uh, Joe come out. <laughs> Where did you go, Sam, by the way? I went back to them. Okay, so, so at that time, you, you know, you're coming around the long end side. You cross the street. and mm-hmm. Okay, so you all you're all like di- you're all converging on the on the bench outside the Exalted Sandwich Shop. Mm-hmm. Nice place. Yeah, you should get a sandwich. Oh, oh you meant the oh no, you dummy! <laughs> 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 
What's with the box? What's in the box? You had to buy something to look like a customer, right? Was that also Glover? No, that wasn't Glover. That was was Morgan Freeman. Freeman. (laughs) Racist. (laughs) All the black actors look the same, don't they? Uh, I just couldn't remember. You know, you could have just been browsing. I was. You didn't actually have to buy anything. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I didn't have to, no. You're already going to be in a bad place if we end up going with plan B. I mean. Not you, him. What? I was going to buy it. Yeah, no, but if you can't, which, since you don't have it with you, I'm assuming you couldn't buy it. Well, I mean, somebody else already has it. I put my name on the wait list. Yeah, we probably ought to figure oh. out who it is. Do you have a lot of resources? Hold up. Because this is going to probably be expensive and you couldn't buy it anyway. Oh, hey. Hi. Who's buying it? Did, did you see the books? No. Did she look at a name? I didn't ask for a name. Would it be helpful to know who's going to buy it? I mean, if we well, go to plan B, it won't I, I completely understand uh, uh, Joe's tack here because, like, yeah, no, I if, totally get it. If the like, if the strapping black guy is mm-hmm. like, well, let me just look at it your books, books here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Officer, could it? Yeah. Even at seventy-five, like, yeah. I didn't know she took it out to look at who was purchasing it. Or and he not, happened to yeah. see it or not. That's what no, I. No, she said that just off the top. Yeah, off the top of her head, like, basically. Okay. So, oh, it's sold. Yeah. Now, Joe, I've got an important right? question for you. Are you good at telling when people are lying to you? Probably not. Nothing gets past me. <laughs> I would catch it. It's as good as, you know, anyone else, but no, not really. So either she doesn't want to sell it, or somebody legitimately has put in to buy it and just didn't have the money with them at I mean, the time. it was in the back room, so the back room might be where they put the stuff they don't want on display because it's already spoken for. Either way, it's not where we need it to be. Hmm. Across the way, you can see Aretha Hamaker exit the store. <laughs> she, she opens the door Sandwich. and she, you can see her flip sort of the, the oh, sign yeah. closed. Uh, locks it up. Packages it, sort of adjusts her purse and everything like that, and then walks down the street. Wanna bump into her? <laughs> the, Fine. Their keys? Fine. Keys. I mean, he, he, either way works, but hey, if we don't have to, you all know, right. okay, check sure. a lock in downtown New York, I'm, I'm all for the easy way. Okay, sure. <laughs> so you're gonna cross the street and try to bump into her to try to pickpocket her, basically. What is the risk of that if I fail? Is it going to be super obvious? Oh, hey, you're trying to steal from me. <laughs> Officer. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know what the risk of pickpocketing yeah. is. No, I mean, I could just pick the lock. I have mm. that stuff. Well, if you're going to pick the lock of the front door in broad daylight in New York City. I'm not no. going to. I'm just saying, like, I don't need the keys. I could pick the lock. Go for the back door. Or find a back door. Yeah. The back door is going to be problematic because... Uh, it's sort of, it's closed in on both sides by, um, by other similar sort of you know mm. store store shops. Mm. So you'd probably have to go all around like the block and somehow try to like maybe climb a service ladder or something mm. like that. Like, you know, that sounds great. 
<laughs> well, I'm just saying it would be it would be sort I'm of. I'm not a, doing it right now. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, it would be a, it would be a task because of the way that the buildings are set up. Okay. It doesn't look like there's an immediate back entrance because the back is like all the way around the block. It's just buildings after buildings. Right? I mean, I, I didn't touch the lamp, so it looks pretty normal. So everything's fine. <laughs> Why don't you guys go see what you can find out about the dad, and I'll stay here and wait until she comes back and see if I can uh, make something happen. I'll stay with you. You know, just in case. Maybe you didn't, but okay. I'm in buddy system. If, if we're yeah, dealing with... Yeah, she's already seen you. Just yeah. don't get seen then, right? I was just looking for a lamp for my terrarium. Don't worry, I'm very forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a Brazilian woman looking for a terrarium lamp. I <laughs> Very I'm, simple. She's white. I'm pretty sure we all look the same. Sure. Yeah. All the white people look the same. I mean, all the white people do kind of the same. You know, there are three Chris's in movies right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All white. Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, and Chris... That's right. That's right, Chris. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to enjoy my sandwich very slowly and put my feet mm. up and... All right. Wait for some time. Stay The out. idea of me staying mm. with you is I can move pretty good. Cool. All right. We will, we will fade out on that because it's 4 o'clock. Huh? I was just thinking, she already seen you, so if I'm going to try to steal from her, like... Hmm. Well, you know, if you're going to try to pickpocket her, I'll, I'll stay back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can always try to do the the attention-grabbing part, and mm-hmm. then you can do the bump. What are you doing, sir? <laughs> what Leon does. <laughs> back of the couch, checking things out. You are not a cat. <laughs> Don't tell him what he can and can't do. <laughs> Go ahead and eat some more cupcakes before you guys leave. I mean, that's, that's our stage fun. manager bought them, and then yeah. we didn't really eat them at rehearsal, so he sent mm. them all home with us. And I was like, I don't need these. <laughs> we don't need these, please. And I forgot to take them to work and feed my coworkers. Mm. Oh, Francis, might, you look so sad. Might as well eat them while they're fresh. I'm droopy. Is, is that just your default face? Yes, or yeah, he just—he always looks he like he's completely so resting depression face. Yeah. Yeah. but he's so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the beagle so look. Yeah. It's the wrinkles that really got us, mm. anyway. So, <laughs> and it's not just even like that's what he looks like as a puppy. No, he's just always going to look like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you. Uh, I ate so many of those cupcakes, but if you put pumpkin oh, yeah. anything in front of me, I'll, I'll oh yeah, it's yeah. so good. See, I'm normally not like that. Those are pretty good, but normally I'm not a big pumpkin spicy person. Okay. Hi. Mm. Oak. Oak. Yes, I talked to you. Okay. Okay. It is required to lift okay. now. Okay. Modern age works pretty well for this. That's yeah. what I thought, which is why I, I opted for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Straddles that nice line between combat and investigation. Yeah, I was trying to look at something that would sort of, yeah, again, sort of straddle the line between sort of like supernatural combat and the investigative like the combat in 5e that you could see is kind of like sort of simple. cinematic and, yeah. but also fairly simple and then combine that with sort of the investigative stuff of Call of Cthulhu like where what's yeah. something that sort of balances there and I thought Modern Age does a pretty pretty decent job of inhabiting both of those spaces at least for this game 
Mm -hmm. So I feel like the stunts are something that also <coughs> play really well into it. Yeah. And then it adds some complexity and it allows you to do some of the stuff without getting too complicated. Yeah. Oh. What does it mean? Francis on the prowl. Mm. <laughs> I don't know that everyone else thinks you're as cute as I do. 